season show to my right i got everyone's favorite native tito labine yeah <laughs> diagonally across me lyle the silent but deadly yep and then everyone's last favorite native jeffrey just because he's always the one that asks the question am i really the last one yeah yeah probably yeah. i, I, I feel like yeah. if there are tears there's like one a one b one c like we're all everyone's favorite native but you know, C-Cam. You guys bring Jeffrey <laughs> in like the Hulk or something. Yeah, right? you gotta build hey, we still got to introduce you. You're just supposed like, to be quiet yeah. over there. <laughs> <laughs> and our first guest, Mr. Johnny G-Paw. What's Welcome. up, guys? Good seeing you. Yeah, what's going on? Well, uh, it's good to be back in Wisconsin for a little bit, but uh, not planning on staying long. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get this uh, quick interview. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the quick interview. So to start it off, I mean... We're here at the G-Spot in Wisconsin. We had this idea, some of you guys heard it on the PRI show, um, that we want to do the off-season show, get some other racers on here, people from different industries between dirt track, um, late models, RC, off-road, snowcross, anything, motocross guys. Um, I think between the, the group we have as friends and, and knowing each other, we can go a long ways, give the, the listeners some cool content to hear um, from other people and... Uh, Brought to you by the Impulse Media Boys. So, um, all right. One thing we got to clear up first: it's not technically called the G Spot, so I don't want you guys <laughs> some sort of perv. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised you didn't get my text message because I was like, "Where is the G Spot?" <laughs> well, I was going to elaborate on that, but I assumed you already knew. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't. Maybe you yeah, that's not a father. <laughs> but yeah, so it started out as the Johnny G Spot. You know. I built this building kind of as my own personal space because, you know, I, I got a lot of junk laying around and, and there's never anywhere to work on anything because a shop is always full, right? So I, you know, I got my cool Bronco and, and some old toys and boats and things. So I always wanted a place to put them. And if I want to work on a project or, or have a pit bike track, along came the Johnny G spot, which is this building. Now, we get further down the road and we end up upstairs here partying and shooting pool. And the next thing you know, it's just the G spot. So <laughs> that wasn't totally my doing. It's like uh, off of that uh, social network. You know, oh, yeah. Facebook. Yeah, the yeah. Facebook. The no, Facebook. Just yeah. drop the. Yeah. <laughs> drop Johnny. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's cooler. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it, it may it may get renamed because uh, we're working on a deal here, me and CJ, where he may take over possession of this building because I've uh, found other interests in my life where I want to invest some money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we'll talk about that later. But uh, so, you know, whether he keeps it the G spot or the CJG. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll start yeah. a new one, the C yeah. spot. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the crazy C, Joe. The C spot. Yeah. <laughs> the C crazy Joe. Spot. Yeah. So is the C spot come before you get to the G spot? <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. Oh, 
technically it comes <laughs> after because it was the G spot first. <laughs> uh, happy to be here. Happy to have found it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> right. eight years old. Today years old, and you not only did you find the G spot finally. You probably found the potential C spot. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, I've I've ooh. ran over that a few times, but you know, never never stayed there. Never stuck. Yeah, never stuck around. Always looking for that elusive uh, you know, G spot. Just so. passing on, right? Just yeah. Passing yeah. On. yeah. Just kind of like one of those where you're like, ah, like I'm I'm hungry, but you know. Mm-hmm. Stop for a snack. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, well, here we are after PRI. Everyone saw the saw the champ post about asking about PRI. What do you guys think? What, what do you think the reflection was? Uh, that we have people listening. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the first people to text me that he listened to the podcast was my dad, which was a surprise to me. <laughs> Because I didn't, I didn't even know if he knew where to find a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll elaborate on that. I really don't. But now your guys, uh, your post is better, where I can touch it and it'll actually bring me to it, which is that's that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Because I have no idea how to find a podcast. If I can't, if I can't, like just beat on my phone and something comes up, I'm I'm not listening or I'm not looking. But anyway, I I I listen to a a bunch of yours. you know, during the season when you had the uh, um, Kyle LaDuke on there. Yep. Because, uh, you know, I respect shit out of that guy and always will and, and was always interested in what he had to say. So that's when I first started tuning in. And then when you did the PRI thing and I, I saw I saw your lineup, I'm like, well, this is going to be worth yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially at the end of the weekend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, and, and, and I think it helped too, like, um, just having, like I said, everyone at the same table, kind of the round table of things where you're comfortable with whoever you're there with. I mean, yeah. yep. you know, like, like, like the Jim Beaver, Corey winner thing. Like, like I thought, I thought they did fine. I thought Jim was, you know, very comfortable with himself and I, you know, Corey's always going to be Corey. But then when we had, you know, Leland and CJ and, and Maddie V, it was just, it was a good flow of things. Mm-hmm. And then that's what I tried to continue on with like everyone else that was there. So. Yeah, yeah and I think it worked well because you kind of came in with your own group. Yep. Right? Yeah, so yeah. When the table was open. Mm-hmm. You had your boys there, whoever you came there with, mm. which probably brought a couple stories along with it throughout <laughs> the weekend. Yeah, it just made it flow well. Yeah, no, and and it, and it was uh, I don't know, I to me a little surprising that you know Champ kind of I don't want to say blatantly made like a Facebook post as far as like saying like PRI, like if we had a booth here at PRI, mm-hmm. you know, what, what would you like to see at PRI? Yeah. Like, I, I thought it was going to be a little more inconspicuous mm-hmm. about it. I didn't realize it was going to be like a flat out, just like post that's yeah. just like, oh, PRI kind of thing. So yeah, it caught me off guard too. Like I was, I, I wasn't not expecting it. Like when I saw it, I was like, okay, they're <laughs> listening. You yeah. obviously know they're listening because here we are. Right. But at the same time, I didn't think it would be as blunt, I guess, as it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. It was very obvious that, uh, like I said, we we had just released it, we had just talked about it, we had made it kind of a big deal about it, and then for them to do it, I mean, again, like I, I almost took it as like a flattering gesture, kind of, I guess. Yeah. Where they're like, you know, I'm I'm happy that you're listening, and it's like, okay, well then let's let's keep growing, mm-hmm. you know, the sport forward, at least moving it forward in in some direction. Yeah, yeah. Because just for a second there, it just seemed like it was just closed blinders, you know, yeah. where where it was like our way or the highway, and it's like, well, that's fine, but look what happens then when 
there was another another option. Yep. You know, they kept that my way, the highway thing. It's like, well, everyone's like, okay, well, we'll just go to a different highway then. And the highway fell apart, but there's a big push for the other highway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, you know, you know, branching off of that, it, it did do some good things regardless if the other one didn't hang on. I mean, champ came alive at the end of the season and, and, um, got more involved and talked about more things and did a lot more posts, which was a lot of the, uh, complaints from the drivers, you know, last race is up and, and they would, they would go MIA and, and understandably they, they have another series to run, but you also got to keep somebody posting and talking, you know, from their end for, for, for us to, uh, you know, feel good about it, feel like we're not just left in the dark. So it did bring that, which I'm happy about. And, um, you know, also the competition made them, uh, find some more money. We'll see how that goes. You know, I think, uh, that's one of the things we can touch on a little bit, but, uh, yeah, uh, some good things did come, you know, um, people I'm sure look at us, some of us pro drivers that, that kind of jump ship, you might want to say right away as, as bad guys or whatever. But, you know, you put anybody else in that same position where, you know, here's a good example. I'm going to, I'm going to send you guys to work every day. Um, I'm going to pay you $500 a day to go there and work, but it's going to cost you 600 to get there and get in the gate and do your thing. So how many times are you going to keep doing that job? Yeah. You know, eventually yeah. you're going to say, it don't pay off, you know, and, and obviously guys like us are, are, are sponsored and we got funding and, and it helps. Right. And that, that's why we're there and, and we love the sport, but we also, a guy like me, I want to, I want to make sense of, of why that next guy wants to get into that class or come do this sport. And, you know, I've been, I've been working real hard for years and years, just trying to build this sport. And I mean, giving out trucks and putting people in them and doing whatever I can to keep the class alive and keep the sport growing and everything. And, and a part of me feels bad. It's like, sorry guys, but there ain't a whole lot of money to be made, but you know, at the end of the day, they're looking at the, the golden egg, um, which is teams like us and, and, and Keegan and Ryan beat. And, you know, there are opportunities out there. There is money out there and that's what everybody's shooting for, but we still need to be able to race for, uh, a reasonable purse, you know, to, to make sense of why we pulled in that gate. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. And, and like you said is, you know, I, the way that you guys have it set up, it's like, it's, it's great, but how long did it take for you to get there? You know what I mean? Not everyone, years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not everyone has the same, you know, setup as you. So it's like, you know, if you guys are, or if it's not making sense for you, well, how's it going to make sense for the guy, you know, in pro two or pro light or, you know, down the line, you know, the guys that are really, you know, spending a lot of their own money kind of things. And, and it's just, and it's, and it's hard to, to continue on with it yeah and i don't want to say it doesn't make sense because you know it, it, it's a lot of these people you know all the sportsman guys and everything it's it's like any other sport you're in it for the passion you know it it's stock car it's spring car it's all of them i mean i had a long conversation with toyota after all this change went on in the last couple months and the same thing is going on in in nhra and nascar you know uh, a good example nhra um 
these guys got to run what seven or eight times to be in that final. All right. Yep. Every time they go down the track, it's 10,000 bucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So by the time they get to the final, they're, they're 70 grand in, they get 50 grand to win the final. Oh shit. You know, so they're in that same boat right now. Yeah. They're working off sponsorship and you know, all this social media and da da da. But, uh, it, it's not just in off road or, I mean, it's, it's motorsports. It's, it's about everything other than probably dirt track racing. Dirt track racing is the only one that seems to have really gotten it figured out. One, I think because they have way more cars than we do, right? It's global. It's, it's yeah. in multiple countries. It's in every state. There's some sort of dirt track racing. So they can pick and choose. They can go there and be like, well, you want the top 50 best super late models you're ever going to see? It's going to cost you a hundred grand purse for us to show up. That's what everyone wants. I mean, you go to 141 for the sprint cars. It's sold out. You go to um, any of the tracks. They run super late models at, what's the mile one? Shano. Shano. When they have World of Outlaws there. Oh, yep. um, dirt late models. Yep, yep. It's sold out. Mm -hmm. So that's what the people want to see. But that's what we're missing. We don't have that. They just think that we're just going to show up, right? Because we're going to right yeah. now yeah. because we don't have a choice. But- if all of a sudden a good group of the, the top, say, Pro 4s and, and Pro 2s, and there are more and more people, especially with Ultra 4 now, as we saw as of a couple of days ago, kind of <laughs> up in the air yeah. um, in for sale or going to get given back to Dave Cole, but it's not going to continue to get ran the way it was. Some of those guys um, making the switch. I know, obviously, my truck sold to Kyle Cheney. Kyle Cheney sold his truck, um, and it, the way it sounds... Uh, Paul Wolf will run it. Keenan Baker brought a Pro 4. Um, there was talk of Pastrana supposedly having a team coming away from Nitro Rally and interested in short course. So there's, there is names and trucks that are being filled right now, but we're all kind of just ball and chain along, along the way where it'd be interesting to see if it ever got to that point where all the drivers got together, right? And said, we're just not going to go. If, if we all sign at the line and say, we're going to make a group decision <laughs> per class, say, or pro two and pro four, we're going to gang up together and go, all right, we got to race for this or we're not coming. What are the tracks going to do? W would they, would they go? Would they not? Would they figure out how to make money? Not only <clears throat> this is my outlook. Not only does that force them to go promote the race better, say, right. Say they, we say yep. we, you need 50 grand for the weekend, just putting a number, not saying that's it. Just saying 50 grand for the weekend for pro two and pro four to show up Would the tracks then go work harder at promoting the race because they know they got to spend that money up front. Probably mm -hmm. because, and then with them promoting it better and harder, the racers are going to be more happy, right? There's going to be more media going on. I feel like we have media seven months of the year. Eight months of the year, if, if we're lucky. If yeah, that, yeah. right. I was gonna say just during <clears throat> during the season itself, which is what four months, five months, right? And it seems like one or two months before it, we get some media, and mm -hmm. a month or two after it, we get some media. Mm -hmm. Where I think that's where a lot of us get like that that just empty feel yep. as as being a part of the series is when the media goes away, you don't see nothing. It's like the series just disappeared, and then come spring all of a sudden it's like oh we're back <laughs> yeah, yeah. hey yeah. here we yeah. are surprise we're back yeah. so um i definitely think like the pri thing to me was something right they mm -hmm. they listen to all of us go i don't know to me it seems like you don't care if you're not here yeah trying yeah. to promote your series and then right afterwards they went 
All right. You guys basically <laughs> said you guys talked. We're going to listen. <laughs> yep. What, what do you want to see at PRI? Yeah. And they're kind of, in a sense, in, in my opinion, l- giving us the reins of like, you guys are the ones that think we should be there. What do you think would help us grow it? Being which, there. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. which it, sh- it should be their job, yeah. not our job, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like going to the circus. You think every every person in the circus promotes himself to be able to show up there? <laughs> Probably not. No. Yeah. They, they get hired to be there in the circus. It's their job to bring in the people and the money to make it worth it, right? Yes. Yeah. And I feel like we're kind of ass backwards in that aspect, but we're not the only ones. Yeah. I just felt like they missed the opportunity <clears throat> for 2024. You know, like... I mean, you had engine builders, you had engine manufacturers, you had turbos, you had like everything that you can name up, like at this PRI show. You didn't and have AEO, AEO though. But you know what I mean? I think they just missed the opportunity to just have like uh, Wildwood. Will Will Wood. Wood. You're wearing a hat. Will Wood, you know, like as could be a title sponsor. Yeah. You know, just or title sponsor of you guys, you know, helping with Monster and Toil. You know, just something like helping the series out. And just think how bad it would have looked if AEO was there. Yeah. Oh. AOE. Well, I don't think it exists anymore yeah. anyway. Yeah. So it's the difference. But well, that might be one of the reasons that maybe Champ didn't um, put him a lot of effort into it because that was going to be his big splash, you yeah. know, that weekend where he was going to do all his announcements and stuff. So that might have, that might have uh, kept them from doing a whole lot there. But uh, yeah. anyway, moving forward in the future, it sounds like uh, you guys definitely um, opened some eyes and some ears. So that was cool. Yeah, which, which is we, crazy. And what we were <laughs> saying crazy. too is like they're. We, it seems like they're spread almost too thin. Like like you said once your season's over, they focus on Snowcross where they right. need somebody dedicated like to champ champ yes. and their drivers yeah, all the way through the year. Yep. Like you said, you see it in motocross and supercross. They run two different things, but supercross is still being like promoted yeah, throughout yeah, the yeah. year of motocross. Well, and it's one sport. Yeah. So even, even though they're promoting motocross, they're promoting motor, motocross racing yeah. in a sense, whether it's inside and outside. And I will give credit to a lot of their staff um like working with some of the the tech guys and the role guys they answer your questions all Mm -hmm. year long it's like they're not it's not like they're not working and you know majority of them are at the snow cross races but they're still working on rules and they're still um answering your questions when you when you have them or trying to get rules updated or working forward towards that even when snow cross is going on they still answer your questions Mm -hmm. so why can't why can't that be the same across the board yeah well no it, it's like uh like what lyle said I, we hit on it yesterday a little bit on our podcast and you know it's like how hard is it to hire a marketing team or i guess the word that i used was like if you stop lining your pockets like let's start like investing to make money you have to spend money you know, so we're not at that point yet. And either series, as as sad as that is, you know, Snowcross ain't doing too good. From what I heard, it, they're, they're calling it a, you know, they're calling it a, <laughs> you know, this ain't just from me, though. It's from the racers itself, you know, the other media people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some media guys that aren't even coming back because they're like, it's a dying sport. 
You yeah, know? and you, you talk to dealers yeah. and everyone else. There's there's companies not making exactly. snowmobiles anymore. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Yamaha, which they're not in the snowcross industry, but what did they say, 2025 or something like that? They're done making snowmobiles, period. Yep. That's yep. all there is to it. I mean, everyone has kind of jumped on the UTV train for the most part. Mm-hmm. And have, are riding that wave because they're year round. Mm-hmm. You can you can run them all year long and go up on the trails like around here anyways, up on the trails year round and they can sell them year round. Like yep. how many people pre-order a snowmobile? I remember back in the day, that was something we all did. We all yep. pre-ordered a sled or made sure we had a sled so that we can go ripping during the winter. Well, now... No, let's do now that. I got one for sale. Can you guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, they just need to up their marketing. They need a marketing yeah. team. We need know? to feel that you're putting in effort. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Yep. That's. I think that's the biggest lacking point. Is in the off season. In the yeah. off season. Yeah. Yes. Uh, to give them a, uh, some credit, uh, you know, and I had this discussion with Cliff Flannery and Jason Flannery um, after the season. Um, I went up there and we sat down and had lunch and this is when, you know, they were going to meet with Jason Robinette from AEO and it was just us talking and, and, you know, we all talked about, um, champ and, and where they've come from and where they've progressed to. And it came down to, you know, that last race at Cranon for is, is much there was going on and there was like a lot going on, um, the champ team I thought did a really good job. I thought that was the smoothest race we've had in a long time, especially for fall Crandon. Obviously they get assistance from Crandon and everybody else. But, uh, you know, I even told, uh, Bobby when I saw him at the party afterwards, I said, you know, that was, that was the smoothest weekend I've been to a long time. So they have, they have, uh, um, definitely gotten better at that that end of it and like you said the, their tech and all that it's they're easier to talk to every everybody's uh, much better at their job um but then it goes back to what you guys are talking about you know the off season there needs to be that step nope mm-hmm. you know they they put all that together and i mean <laughs> they, they they may have one of the better series we have seen in a long time yes. right because mm-hmm. we haven't you know I mean, Frank D'Angelo sat down with me at Lena and he said, you know what, you know, this was when Jason was coming in and he's, he's like, this never works out. You know, we finally got stability and hope you guys stick with it. And I said, you know, st- stability is great, but we just need some financing, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, not to just keep beating on that, but they put those couple pieces together and uh, I think this thing could really take off for once and, yep. and, and move, legs under move, move the needle, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's as little as we, we hit on this a little bit last year, um, in the off season, a little bit, even during the season, some things that I think we could take from what Jason did was, and you don't have to do it to near the extent he did because you mean just throw money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as you're driving, as you're driving <laughs> down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody? Just throwing it out like banana peels. Yeah. Yeah. One for you, one for you, one for you. Um, he did care a little bit about getting the drivers and their crew in. I think that would go a long ways. We used to get two bands forever, forever. We got two bands per pro entry. That's the way it was. It may have been even for sportsman entries. I want, my mom would know better on that, but we used to get two bands. Now we're down to one band. Well, the sport hasn't got any less, like it's still the same amount of work, right? Mm-hmm. So now we're only getting one band. You're getting your spotter in free and that's it. Well, he's got to be there regardless. Even if something as small as saying two bands free, three bands free, and just calling it that, 
would yeah it's gonna it's gonna affect the tracks and and the series right because that's gonna be whatever amount of bands said and done but does that make them go out and go all right we need to promote our series a little bit harder to make that money back mm-hmm. yes yep. yes and you're gonna satisfy your racers they're gonna not 110 percent or everyone's gonna be like that's perfect that's all we need no but it's gonna show something it's gonna be like all right all right they made a step they're they're trying right they're gonna they're gonna help from the sportsman guys everyone you're all gonna get an extra band free whatever a lot of guys are gonna be like dude that's 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 a thousand bucks like for us that's over a thousand bucks as long as they season. don't jack up the parking fee to just yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's what's happened right that's what's happened in yeah. the last three years mm-hmm. we pay more now than we ever have ever have yeah that's crazy to park well, every everything about the sport, in any sport, as far as that goes, with the inflation and the cost of racing and everything, everything is elevated up so much. People don't understand like, like what it takes to put these trucks on the track, or a stock car, or a sprint car, or anything. I mean, the fuel is way more. I mean, the haulers, everything is just so much more. Insurance, shit. I'm bouncing around and in, with insurance companies. There's some that don't even want to insure my shop anymore because we're a race shop or automotive repair, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, they just, they, they're not interested in that, that industry or, you know, that division of insurance anymore. It's like, really, we haven't even ever had a claim. Yeah. But we're just not covering that kind of stuff anymore. (laughs) So then you go, you go out and shop and you pay double, but you got to have it. You know, that's what's happening all down the line. You know, the the trannies are more, the axles are more, you can't, you can't get people to make stuff. So you're paying guys more to, you know, get it done. And it's just, it's crazy. So, you know, it's, everything's got to kind of, uh, adjust with it and Mm -hmm. it, and it hasn't been, well, no, I, uh, what, so when you guys were talking about <clears throat> like the, like the off season, something I had mentioned to these guys yesterday on the podcast was like, I, I hate to sound cliche on this, but it, you know, the whole adage is, you know, champions are made in the off season. So it's like your marketing has to then be at its top notch then in the off season. So when we were again Follow discussing that. this yesterday is that I, I get it that they're focusing on snowcross right now. Well, you need to have somebody designated to focus on off-season marketing or promoting or whatever it may be, and then vice versa. And then, so then when champ happens, well, then that guy then switches to snowcross. Yeah, it could be the same guy. Yeah, yeah and, it, and it could be the same guy. So you're not spending, you know, a, a cost on this guy for just doing champ and then this guy just doing for snowcross. That's essentially their job then is just off-season stuff. And I yeah. don't know, man. Again, like like Johnny was saying, was the, the cost of everything has gone much higher and 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 i understand it and i get it you know the cost of everything as far as their parts go as far as like them going like marketing has gotten higher and 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 i hate to sound insensitive here but at the end of the day that's your job mm-hmm. as yeah. champ that is your job to figure it out sport to figure it out to mm-hmm. do it because if you're not going to do it then people are going to leave the, the numbers aren't going to be there that's just the realities of it you know what i mean like i i, I hate to sound like i said insensitive but objectively, looking at it from a financial standpoint, at the end of the day, you have to do that. If not, you're not going to have it. Right. That's just that's just the realities of it. Yep. And I think it was um, when there was two series, not saying it was better for the sport because we all know it wasn't, but it forced each series to try to mm-hmm. do better than the other one. Right. <laughs> 
it, it was competition. It's, yep. it's like anything. It forced you to try to keep digging and, and winning over the drivers. Mm-hmm. Well, we got one right now, which is the way it needs to be. We really need one because we only have enough trucks to fill the fields mm-hmm. in one, right? And there's only enough guys that want to do it fully all year long to, to run one. But we still need to carry that that momentum like there's two and we're trying to beat out the other guy. Yep. And sometimes that's that's hard to do. I mean, even as racers, we get caught, carried up, caught up in it. And uh, the next year you come out, you're just off, right? Because you didn't work as hard. You thought, mm. you know, you didn't, ha- you, you had it easy the year before, come out the next year and you get your ass kicked for a while. And you're like, shit, I need to go back to work, <laughs> yep. right? Yep. Yep. So it's, it's the same thing other than there's never other, that other series. So it's like, slowly just mellows out and mellows out and then it took one series to pop up for six months or for four months maybe even <laughs> that it was being talked about to at the last race already we got more purse for the next year we got tv for the next year we got some <coughs> stuff better already for the next year just with the talk of this other series and all these drivers saying that they're going to leave well if the, if you had that year round it would you would think it would motivate them to yeah. continue to grow. I can't remember what Keegan says, but he always brings up like competition breeds like, uh, yeah. so like, 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 like another element to it. <clears throat> Cause it's like, it, if, if there's no competition, then you get complacent and you just are like, this is the way that it is. It's just like, like what it's else life. is there? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why, like, why would you need to get any better when there's nothing pushing you to get better? Mm-hmm. So like complacency, again, something we talked about on the podcast at PRI yesterday, you know, bringing up anytime I bring up complacency, you know, <laughs> I was a prime example of it <laughs> for, <laughs> for this season. <clears throat> as far as like, you know, ERX goes, you know, Lena, Bark River, stuff like that. And it was just, it was, and it's a harsh realization that, you know, you got complacent that, that you know, your heart's not in it and others can see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They saw it and he let me know <laughs> and it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, with, with that being said, when someone lets you know, you know, you got two choices, either you just stay complacent and then you're good with it. And then it's is never going to be what it is. Or you do something about it. Nope. And I did something about it because I had realized like, I want to be here. Right. I want to be a part of this team. I want to be a part of the sport. I want to do this because, again, like it, to me, I hate to say, I hate to quote Mike Roth, but <laughs> it's a privilege to be here, man. Like, like it's absolutely wonderful. I'm lucky to be a part of it. Um, we all are, and and right. it's like you know, I want to continue to be here. So it's like, okay, if we want to continue to be here, then how do we make it better? How do we how do we push it forward instead of just being complacent and plateauing and just. Yep. going off into fucking forever. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry for the yeah. for the fuck. I'm <laughs> 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 sorry for that. Sorry for that one too. I don't want that more coming. Sorry. Passion. Passion. Yeah. Yeah. We but, brought it up when like the when all the trucks came here for that first year. Like they missed the mark a little bit, but that was like the COVID. But I feel like again now they have another chance to hit that mark because yeah. that series is gone now. Like you said, now they got motivated and hopefully that can continues throughout the season now that you have a chance to hit that mark again yeah for sure you almost get a second it, chance yeah, at this. I, would say, yeah. I would agree i think it, it it definitely sparked a fire under their ass like seeing how easy everyone was willing to jump ship mm-hmm. but in the long run hopefully it shows them like like everyone before talked about how unhappy they were right yep, yep. But where were you gonna go yeah. Yeah. and then all of a sudden there was this glimpse of another series and everyone bailed <laughs> like every pro driver bailed like instantaneously before there was even a name or rules mm-hmm. or anything there was literally nothing and we were all like yep we're going there like we didn't even know what was going on yet but we're like don't care we're going there <laughs> yeah and i think that really opened some eyes 
and I hate to say it, but I, this was kind of a conversation I had, and I can't remember who's with, but you know, that it's indicative, you know, of your, of your series that the moment there was a mention of another one, there was so many people willing to jump ship. Like you said, before there was a name, before there was a schedule, you know, again, I know the guy was promising the world here and, 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 you, and you get skeptical on, on, you know, certain promises like that, but still that, that, <laughs> that that almost blind willingness to be like ah, I don't even care, man. <laughs> yeah, really. And that's the way we were. That's, a, a, I think that's a potential option of you know a hoping of something else. It's like I, I, again, I think it's just indicative then of of like how you were uh, conducting things that everyone was just willing to. And I to think bail. my dad and I talked about it too the same way. Like we didn't even care. We we're like, how much can you? Not saying that you can't do it worse, right? There's definitely uh, yeah, a way yeah. to do it way worse, yeah. treat us way. We wouldn't be going at all then, right? Yeah. But it's like, if this guy's willing to compete as good at minimum as Champ was, why isn't everybody going to go try it out, right? Yeah. So then anything he said that was better at all, even just like the purse being better, bonus money, or getting in mm -hmm. with a pro truck, you got five free bands. That was enough for a bunch of us to be like, yep, we're going there. That saves us That saves us five grand. <laughs> At the end of the day, it was the allure of the money. Right? Yeah. He yeah. talked right. about yeah. all these huge purses. And like I touched on earlier, that's really where we need to be. We need to be racing these expensive vehicles for, for a reasonable Something. amount of money. Yep. So, yeah, obviously somebody hangs that carrot in front of you. You're going to go get it and... Uh, you know, like I've told people this more than once. I said, I didn't care if he only lasted a year, right? <laughs> as long as we had an opportunity to make some money back uh, in that year, um, it, what's wrong with that? What's yeah. wrong with us wanting to make mm -hmm. money? Right. The tracks are making money, right? I mean, I don't see any track squabbling about, you know, whether they're going out of business or anything. And in the series, you know, I'm not going to say that they're making, I don't know their financials, but I don't think they're not making money. Um, and as a racer, I'm not going to say we don't make money, but we don't do like we used to back yeah. when it was, it was core and it was any, of any of the series, you know, there was always more money. I mean, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't build this team in the last 30 years off of what we're doing now. I built it off of what it used to be. Yeah. And I was very fortunate to to come along when 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 the sport was growing and, and Jim Baldwin was in it and you know uh, there was a lot of people in it but it didn't matter how many times it changed hands there was still a reasonable amount of money um, to win the sponsors had put more value on it so it it was it was it was good and uh, you know like I said I get hats off to Champ they picked up the pieces when we needed somebody mm -hmm. and 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 they. They took it along this far and now they've seen what can happen if somebody comes along. And if it was, if it was me and I own champ, the first thing I'd be doing is sitting on the round table going, all right, we got to make sure this doesn't happen again because yeah. it, it's hard for us to build this name and this brand off of a series that the racers are ready to jump ship, you know? So if I even thought it, it, it could come down to, you know, come up with a good purse um, if, if, if the racers are satisfied with it, the racers need to sign off on, okay, I'm with you guys for a year or two, but you know, every year we need to, uh, increase that by 2% or whatever, but now we'll commit to you cause you're committing to us and it's, it's a give and take. Right. And, mm -hmm. you know, I heard, uh, it was F1, I think went through the same thing. Um, uh, 
they were spending so much money racing F1. They went to the series. They made them open their books and they saw how much they're making. And they said, listen, we don't have a problem with you guys making money. That's good. We need that. We need the series to make money. So they're there. We need a place to race, but we need to make a piece of that money. So yeah. here's your profit margin, whatever your profit margin is each year, a percentage of that goes towards the end of the year, you know? And so as long as they keep doing good, we keep doing good. We're not, we're not trying to strip them of, of any profit they get. We just want a piece of that to help, help us keep going, help us keep growing, make us want to promote your series, promote you and support our series more. And, and, you know, we all want to, we all want to support it because it's our livelihood. A lot of us, um, and it's awesome sport, but it's, it's hard sometimes when it feels like you're, you're paying for it. Wait, so you, so you want them to invest back in their product is what you're saying. (laughs) 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 Is that, is that the gist of it? Essentially, Which is wild because like, again, like I made this comparison and this is the first time I'm doing it on a podcast, but so let's say us three are on a job, right? How, I don't know if this is okay to say, but like how we split everything up is then like, I get a fourth, he gets a fourth, he gets a fourth, Impulse Media gets a fourth. Yeah. There'll be times where Jeffrey's like, hey, we got a job coming up. I know you're supposed to get paid from this job, but is it okay if we put this money towards that? And then once this job's done and like our expenses are taken care of, you know, then we'll figure it out after that. Absolutely. Of right. course. Yep. Right. Like, because as of right now, like I'm fortunate enough to have, you know, a job. Right. And, but can you imagine if I told him, no, I, I want my, I want, I want my, my money right now. I want my cut. Yeah. I want it. And I, it's my like, money yeah. and I want it now. It's my money and I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> where, or, you know, imagine one of us or two of us were just like, ah, uh-uh, want our cut. And we're not willing to kind of put back into impulse or whatever it is. It would we, we, would never, we would never make it. We would never have, have gotten this far if, if us three weren't like, yeah, sure. Like, let's put it back in. And that's why when you were saying that, I was like, that was something that I believed that, you know, you have to do is put back into your company, put back into your product. Because if you're just taking your cut and running, then that's all it's ever going to be. Yeah. But, I mean, I have to do the same thing with, with our race team versus, you know, Johnny G Motorsports and, you know, Johnny Greaves. Uh, checkbook aren't the same. There's been times where I've had to, you know, take my own personal funds or me and my wife and, and support, you know, the off season and make mm-hmm. sure, make sure everything's good. And that's when we, you know, lucky enough, the UTV scene really came on strong and we jumped on that to make money in the off season. Cause we can't, we can't support, uh, no longer can we support a, a full-time race team that just kind of works on our own stuff all winter and, and, you know, make spares. And that's what, that used to be the golden dream, right? The off season came and work man, on trailers. we get to, mm-hmm. we get to lay back, we get to start making spares. We tear our trucks down. Oh no. Now it's like our trucks get pushed in the corner and we're wide open on, on customer builds, anything we can do to make money. And obviously there's a time where we got to jump back on our stuff, but you know, like this year by, you know, we didn't need to sell CJ's truck, but it, was it a good idea? Oh, hell yeah. Because <laughs> now it, you know, it, it, it brought some finances into the team. You know, we could move on to other projects and, and building a, building my truck isn't that bad for us. Cause that's what we do. Right. So, yep. uh, yeah, I mean, exactly what you said. You, sometimes you gotta, you gotta, 
if you really love it and you have the passion for it, you got to invest in it. You got to dig deep. You got to find ways to make it happen, whether it makes sense or not. And, you know, it's no different than the, the day I walked off my last job, you know, at a, a window and door company. I said, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to figure out a way. And I, I was racing a buggy, you know, and I. I was waiting for like, I was racing pro light. I've told this story a few times, but that, that first couple of years, I mean, I was racing a 1600 buggy and two sixteen. I think I had a, a class one car back then you could race at nine and 10 or whatever. So I could take these two buggies and race them four times a weekend. And I would literally write bad checks for the entry fee. <laughs> you want to talk about pressure to win. I would wait till that day and I, I would take the penalty or whatever. And, you know, that's back when you could write a check. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd, I'd show up and write a check for all those classes and... <laughs> Time to make shit happen. Hey, hey, John, it looks like you're going to finish third here. Uh, just go ahead and uh, back her down. Absolutely not. <laughs> I got two more entry fees to pay this weekend. Second's going to get me there. <laughs> but honestly, back then, even in a, in, a, in a buggy, you could make some money. Like yeah. between contingency and, and the track winnings and... And it was so much less expensive just to go racing. It was more like, you know, stock car racing. That's why it's popular. It's affordable. You know, I hate to get into that. Our sport isn't affordable because it is for what we're doing, you know. Yeah. But it is one of them sports that it costs more than a lot of them. Right. You know what and I mean? Initial but that's what, that's what makes it unique. You know, that's I, why it's 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 people that can like us that can get companies like monster and toyota and things like that because it's a one of a kind sport right and they're into it so yeah and, and what a lot of people don't understand like we can take parts for seven ten years run the same stuff the whole time i mean we have trucks there's parts on my pro four um, that we sold to Kyle that we took off or don't say traded. we're selling them old parts. He's going to text me after this and be like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but there's parts that were from my original pro four that we still use that went back on my new pro four that we're building right now yep. because you can still, that's what's unique about the sport. It isn't stock car racing, um, which stock car racing, it costs you 25 bucks to get in the pits and you can go race. You don't need to sign. You can. That's your entry fee. If if your pit guy wants to jump in, he can jump in. You get the same <laughs> band cool. for everybody. That's in the hot pit, like that's down in the pits. That's there is no entry fee. That's your entry fee. Damn. And By but race but yeah, literally, <laughs> they go through cars like two. Some of them go through two cars a year, and every year almost they're building a new one because they're always changing stuff. There's like their rules are so much more so different and their cars aren't built to go five, seven years. They're built to go a season, two seasons and then scrap them in the back and, and build a new one. Mm -hmm. That's the way it is. That's something we don't have. We can literally run the same cars. I mean, there's Brock Hager's pro light. I don't even know how old that thing is. That thing was forever mm -hmm. long old. It's went through generations and generations and it's still competitive. Yep. You look at Johnny Holcher's pro two. He won a race two years ago. He won a race last year. It's a competitive truck. And that thing, <laughs> I think Kurt built it in 
2012 or something <laughs> for um, no that was our peterson. That was our old truck we sold it i sold it to peterson kurt ended up redoing it for yeah, peterson yeah. but that was that was actually my pro 2 that jeremy mcgrath ran after i only did one season of it and then uh, marty hart might have ran that truck yeah yeah so that truck's been around forever and it's still you know <laughs> like what he's talking about there's so many guys that say i need a new pro 2 i need a new pro light i'm like you don't why do you need a new one like it's a spec like whack off what you don't like mm -hmm. and, and change it but yeah you know there's too many guys that are monkey see monkey do and oh this guy did this and oh now i need a new one you don't really need a new one you just need to update the one you got and it's so much cheaper you know mm -hmm. but, it's funny you're talking about old trucks and i immediately think of a uh, kyle climbing yeah. yeah. Climbing's truck is it's legal now uh, <laughs> as of next season. <laughs> that old girl's 18 now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was that was Mikey Vandenhuvels that probably Dan ran and wadded up in the fence at Chicagoland. <laughs> Somebody did. Or maybe it was Mikey that caught the opening coming off the oval at Chicagoland in practice one time and just watered her up. Uh, Doug Matei caught the uh, wall coming on to Charlotte. <laughs> Literally trying to come on. Right? Not, even, not even on the track and slid up and caught the opening. It was pulling on the track. I, I still make fun of him for that too. Like, and it, like it pops up on my memories every now and then. I send it to him. I'm like, ha, ah, people don't forget. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, we mentioned Doug Matei, or I, you know, I mentioned Doug Matei, and that's kind of like his formula for the offseason right now is, you know, building, 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 and then if he's got time to do work on his own race truck, then he does it, and then he's able to get it out. I mean, look at two years ago, he fucking threw that thing together in forty three days, or yeah, it kept getting lower. It was yeah. like sixty days, and it was like fifty two days, and forty three days, and they're like, oh, he did this thing last week. Yeah. <laughs> it was the yeah. second race week. I built it in a trailer. Yeah. 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 Right. Still, still welding on it when we pulled in. And, no, uh, that was still happening. <laughs> and uh, is, is that kind of the new like blueprint or formula then for like the off season for you guys now? Is, is to be able to work on other customer stuff and then eventually get to your stuff in order to even make it? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the way you got to operate. I mean, we're a full-time team, right? So I have to support, you know, there's only four of us that are full-time in the shop. Um, you know, we got Brad and Devin, but, uh, even though we have a herd of people on the weekends, you know, that's just our weekend help. So, you know, all, all winter long off season, you know, we have to support well, basically five incomes with, with Kathy and, uh, you can't, you can't do it. I mean, it's costing so much to race and everything you do like the budget. When, when, when I just saw champ, we got to do eight races. I'm like, Oh boy. You know, and you start laying out your budget and looking at, you know, your estimated cost of every weekend. It's like, damn, we may not make it through that, you know, with the current budget. So, obviously i'm i'm in a situation right now where i'm reaching out to sponsors and talking to them what would you want to see do you want to see us do the you know bryce rent menzi uh, uh anderson program where we just show up once in a while and and woohoo mm -hmm. or do you want to you know keep chasing titles and every one of them is like i think we keep chasing titles so we were able to uh, adjust the budget along the way and uh you know i'm happy to say we will you know pursue all eight events but as of a couple of weeks ago we were kind of laying out a five or six race schedule you know and uh you hate to think that but 
if the money's not there, I don't have it. You know, I, I can't, I can't support this race team. Um, it, you know, it, it, it costs a lot to do. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's what everybody's facing. So back to your question. So, you know, as soon as the season ends, yeah, we're, we're looking at ways to, you know, earn money all winter and CJ's talking to people and builds and selling things and any way we can, we can turn it in, money, try mm-hmm. to make money. You know, the, it, it's not just a racing business now. It's a, it's a off-road business where you got to stay busy. Mm-hmm. So is uh, Johnny G racing all eight races? Am I? Yeah. 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 You, you'll be at it. I'm going to do for sure one more season. Oh, that's a big, I was going to, I was going to ask that. You know, everybody wants to know yeah, that, right? Exactly. Come in new truck last year, obviously didn't go as planned the first weekend. And then it, then it, we had KGB in there for a while mm-hmm. and then you got back in the saddle and what, what's your outlook? What, what do you think? Well, I'm definitely taking a, a, a different direction in my off season. Uh, obviously, you know, CJ knows and has seen it, but um, I'm relaxing a little more. I'm not putting much pressure on myself about racing and all this and taking, you know, every day I come in and, and we take care of business and work on stuff. And, uh, when the, when the season starts, I mean, my, my truck was new last year. Now it's a little new, but bent. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. It's like those shoes. Now they, f- they fit a little better. Yeah. Yeah. It's creasing them now. <laughs> it's, like, uh, when, it's like when you get that new helmet, you got to drop it. Yeah. It's yeah. so like Johnny well, G had. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hey, there's that. a story about that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm going to come into the first race and I'm not, I'm not going to quite put the uh, pressure on myself. You know, I was like, all right new truck i'm ready to go i'm, I'm gonna show the kid the old man still got it and i'm like you know and i, I threw it away before before the weekend even started <laughs> into qualifying. Yeah. so uh i'm waiting for you to be like hey did you see me did you see me send it <laughs> oh he saw it right? i saw it i was standing over the top of him he's yeah. laying there <laughs> but so you know my off-season approach is a little more relaxed i'm not putting pressure on myself and i'm just gonna uh ease into it a little bit and I know right now Brad's just laughing his butt <laughs> off if he's just like, oh. <laughs> every just time I repeat. say that he's broken like broken record yeah I've never seen you ease in anything it's <laughs> <laughs> anyway. like prepping for KOH right now oh I'm doing it he's just prepping because he, he's going there to, to, to finish he wants to have a nice smooth race just finish not worry about the speed yeah until the first car comes by and then it <laughs> 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 eyes roll back yeah. Yeah. I can keep up with him yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I will, I will definitely compete this whole season and, uh, based on how that goes, we'll decide if I do another one after that. 2025. Mm-hmm. So something that, yeah, I, I guess this is uh, a question that came to mind and man, I, I'm trying not to make this sound I don't want to say scummy, but so like, let's say you do your season next year and then you're like, all right, then we're going to kind of weigh the options. Would you ever consider doing like, kind of like what a Scott Taylor did or like a Carl Reynolds center did? And I was like, Hey, this is <clears throat> going to be my last season. And then with that being said, then you can let your sponsors know like, Hey, this is going to be my last season. Let's kind of put everything. Let's, let's, let's send it and go for one more title. Would that ever cross your mind? And the reason I asked that is because I, I don't know. I, 
at the end of the day, like I'm thinking of it from a number standpoint. We're like, hey, we're, we're trying to utilize as much as we can to, to get the team out there to compete, to win. And once that's done, it's like, all right, well, you know, gave it everything. And then side, you know, off to the sunset. Yeah. I mean, uh, is that like a going away tour? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of like a Ricky uh, Carmichael yeah. thing. Yeah. You like, know, like, he announces his retirement and then he races does, a year, d- races a year or does selective races. Selective Cause events. I mean, to be honest, like, I mean, I'm not in your position. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> 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 but, but like, if, if I'm there, I'm like, Hey man, I'm letting y'all know it was last, last season. Let's uh, let's give it everything. Yeah, I, I'm definitely not going to just, you know, at the end of next season, go. All right, that was it. I'm I'm not coming back. I I would do a farewell tour and mm. we'll do it good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, think, I think that's one thing that everyone missed about Stewart, James Stewart, yep. in the Supercross uh, scene, right? Mm, yeah. He came back a couple times. He he like left and came back and left and came back and then he left and just gone. Yeah. Like nothing. Like he doesn't he hasn't till probably the last two years, right? Year yeah. and a half. He was like MIA to the world, yep. like just gone, gone. And as so many people loved who he was as a person, as a rider, as everything, it would have been cool for everyone to be able to like say goodbye, right? Yep. And it's like he never quite gave anyone that. Yep. And I think that's where a lot of people actually grew like not hatred, but didn't like him as much because they're like he just he just left a little resentment there yeah, yeah. he yeah. just yeah. left that, that and he and he left everyone chance. hanging yeah. like there's a lot of people that would have probably went to his last race to see his last race yes exactly because Man. they watched him forever he was iconic to the sport just an epic rider that they would have went there to see the last race yep. i mean you think about it like <clears throat> Derek jeter kobe bryant johnny greaves but yeah, I mean, because I think about Jeter, you know, in his last season, mm-hmm. I who who's this? Derek Derek Jeter, the baseball shortstop for the Yankees, legend. Never heard of him. My goodness, never, yeah, heard, never of heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we had an opportunity to go to a Yankees and Brewers game, and we went. Jeter didn't play that day, and we're like, oh, okay, like whatever. So Brewers won. The very next day, we were gonna go home. And then it was announced, like, oh, Jeter is going to play. So me and the other two guys I was with told everyone, like, oh, yeah, go ahead. We're going to stay back. So we stayed, and we stayed and went to the game. And <laughs> we went to the game, and I got to see Derek Jeter play, like, his last time in, in Miller Park. Yeah, and so, you, like, so that was something you wanted like, to do, right? I'm yep. not, even, not even a Yankees fan, not even, like, the biggest Jeter fan, but, but you're able to recognize, like, a great player, a great athlete, somebody who's mm-hmm. so accomplished to be able to say, hey, I got to see him last one time. last time. And Oh, don't you worry. You're yeah. going to see me a lot more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Whether I'm racing or not, I'm I'll be part of the team. I'll be yeah. part of off road. You know, obviously it's it's uh, you know my goal would be one day when I decide to stop driving, um, put somebody in it, and and I think you know we have a good idea who that guy might be. But, um, yeah, has to pass his bus race first. But you know, I I, I plan on uh, just keeping this this team rolling and and winning, and and CJ will keep doing his part, and um, you know he's slowly um, moving into that role where he's taking on a lot more, and and I don't have to be there every damn day, you know, to make <laughs> sure everything gets handled, and um, so I, I'm looking forward to it someday, but it's not going to happen this year. And like I said, if if at the end of next year or 2024. You know, 
I've always said the day I'm, I don't feel I'm good enough to even be on the podium anymore. I'm not going to go out there and waste people's money, you know? So I still think I am. And, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to pursue that one more year. And at the end of this year, if I say, you know what, I, I don't got it anymore. And, you know, somebody must have chopped off my right foot or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, then I will do a, a, a farewell tour where we're going to have the coolest t-shirts and some of the best parties you guys ever seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Damn. I don't even want to say I'm looking forward to it because then that means that, you know, <laughs> an era is ending. But eventually uh, when that, forward to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but <laughs> at the same time, like, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> you get to be a part of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, I, like, I hate, I hate, like, looking forward to the future, but... You know, would, would you ever think about then just jumping in like a like an old late model or like a stock car, doing something at like one forty one? You know, just kind of just to mess around every now and then. You mean like I used to do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, like like where you're just like you know, because I know I know you're gonna get bored. Yeah, and you're gonna be like ah, like you know, I need a need a steering wheel in my hand. Well, I need. I didn't make a lot of friends a couple times. I got opportunity <laughs> <laughs> to do things like that. <laughs> so we'll have to see. You know, if that if that competitive juice is still there i don't i don't know if i can just go do something for fun i i gotta (laughs) have you guys seen me on a dirt bike i don't ride for like three years and cj takes me to pine ridge and i never let off the throttle around i almost almost died three times but i had the time of my life (laughs) did you go this year no was it this year or no i didn't have my annual devin went went, but two years ago i remember walking up the track i'm like you're riding your 125 yeah and i'm like who the fuck is this little fucker going around the track <laughs> and then he gets off the track i'm like is that johnny g <laughs> why is he on his hands and knees gasping for it it's a six lap race <laughs> absolutely you no know, i uh if 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 you go next year let me know I mean, I think I'm, i think more than likely i'll go again but if you want to rip are you talking to the brawl yeah yeah for yeah. the brawl yeah. The day after. It's the day after, right? That we all yep. rip. Uh, yeah. Oh, or, yeah. Did, or did you just ride the brawl day? Did you ride the big track the I day didn't, after? I didn't actually get in the final race, the brawl, but I did go out for like one lap of practice. Yeah. And then I, I think saw the, that. The, the, I the, saw, I saw <laughs> that was for like For like the 110, and then I got a second class. <laughs> that was, he sold it so well. He's like, he's like, there's one more for you. I was like, oh, he's like, it's a beginner class. I was like, oh, perfect. There's a few girls in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the starting line I'm like looking at the schedule it says beginners and women I was like aw <laughs> I, like, I roll up dude there's a little 10 year old he like looks and he looks at me again and he goes hey this is for beginners and you and said I, yeah, and you're going yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like yeah no I was like I was like I'm a beginner it's my first time he's like ever I'm like yeah he goes huh. and, then <laughs> and then he looks forward I was like you little shithead I should fucking take you out man just give and him a little karate kick oh, like, yeah, dude. and then those women next to me man and we're just like, I'm like, oh, like, hey, like, good luck. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, oh, man, these women are, are on one right now. Yeah, and, that's uh, not the G spot you want. Oh, yeah. no, no. <laughs> that, that was not, man. I almost had to show up for that flag girl in the back, dude. <laughs> I, uh, I, was, I was in first gear and I was coming up those little hills in the back. And I went by and she goes, woo. 
was like, damn, might have to go in a second. <laughs> I'm gonna turn it up now. Just act wait up. till the next lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing the heat. Yeah. <laughs> might even take one foot off the peg. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My, my, my wave at you. <laughs> was that your first time ever on a motorcycle? Yeah. Yeah, it's the first time I ever on a motorcycle. Yeah. That's classic. And, and I didn't know, like, like, uh, you know, sand was like su- like super hard. I was like, okay, like I thought it was gonna <laughs> it's be not like, hard. It's soft. Well, no, that's what I thought it was gonna be like. Oh, it's gonna be like for beginners. <laughs> and then I get out there and sand is like, yeah. I'm like stuck in first. And we like went out in the back and like did a little bit. And then <laughs> I fell down. <laughs> Jeffrey shithead little kid. So like I fall down like the, the slowest fall you'll ever see. Like Shaq falling down. I was like ah. <laughs> and then I hear ha. <laughs> I was like, I was sick, dude. Well, I, I'm sure they didn't, didn't didn't give you the whole scenario you were about to uh, embark on, but big guy, little bike, <laughs> tiny tires, sand. There is nothing good going to come from that. No, no, no. The math is not. No, yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing: I kept it in first, like the whole. Like, Are you the scared whole time. a second or what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't ready to brawl yet. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to brawl. Uh, brawl. So no, that was uh, dude. Like you said, it's it's <laughs> the, the, the dirt bike aspect of it. I do. I I would love to see you like on a dirt bike or even I don't know. Like you we said, got a pitter track out there. There we go, man. See, bring the oh. one ten out. Mm-hmm. We can watch it. It's got sand up here. Yeah. 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 But it's hard pack on the bottom. Hey, I'm a vet. Not no rookie no more. So how are you? Uh, how are you handling the? Uh, the the off season part of it like you said is you know you're gonna be back next year you know you're working on other stuff what else are you doing like uh like uh, outside the uh the shop well so that 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 that's very interesting right now because my life is taking a turn you know i've gone from uh the wisconsin guy who just loves everything about wisconsin and i still do right but I used to like look forward to winter, right? I can't wait till it gets cold. Yep. Snow is flying, you know, UTV riding, snowmobile riding. I don't care. Get, bring on the cold, you know, just change the season. Well, the wife last year took me down to Florida once or twice to a friend of ours. And we experienced the warm weather in yeah. the winter. The snowbird which, life. Which, which I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, I get that when we go to KOH, right? Yeah. We, can get, we, <laughs> we live in a little bit of warm weather and six inches of dust and dirt and, and work our ass off for 10 days and come home. That's, that's my vacation. Uh, otherwise, I don't really take vacation. But uh, so we started, we went down there like, this is pretty cool. And then we found some areas. I, I'm a huge water guy, right? I just love being on the water in my boat. I, I would, I would sit in a boat all day long. But I've never been a fishing guy. Right? Never, never. I, I'm a, I'm the, I'm the, really? asshole, I'm the asshole in the wakeboard, you know, <laughs> yeah. surf, yeah. surf, flogging the big wave. You know, I'm the guy that the fishermen hate, right? But on that, on that same note, I do have more respect for the fishermen than most of the wakeboard guys, because <laughs> I, I wait, I wait till like you know nine ish before I start flogging the big wave in the morning. Where my wife's like, no, let's go at seven. It's beautiful out there. I'm like. We're not going to do that to the fishermen. Yeah, we're, just, yeah. <laughs> we're just not. Ah, piss on those guys. So anyway, now I'm, uh, we, we have bought a place. We bought a place in Florida uh, last year. Um, 
I have access to the water. I have a boat down there. So I got into fishing. Well, <laughs> CJ will tell you and all my friends, when I get into something, stand back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the fucking fish are going to fly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this shit's going to happen. We're going to figure this out <laughs> right now. And we're going to, you know, so uh, uh, it, was, it was funny. He didn't come down there for the longest time, CJ. And I finally got him to come down there and I, I was down there all of October, right? And I'm <laughs> I'm trying to figure out fishing on my own. I don't even know how to fucking work a fishing rod, much less <laughs> bait a shrimp or any of this crap, you know? He's out here fishing for great whites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're not, we don't fish in the ocean. We're, we're in the rivers and the bays. We're in brackish water. Okay. Yeah. It's so it's Manatee River mostly is. So anyway, I'm trying to figure this out and I, he finally comes down and I'm like, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And geez, even just, I don't even care if I catch a fish. I just like being on the boat, yeah. sitting there, enjoying the weather and, and having a little peace. But, uh, so he, he's digging in every YouTube and we're, we're actually figuring <laughs> this out. And now we're like, we're professional fishing. <laughs> like, like the, locals, the locals ask us where to go. Like people yeah, are saying, yeah. like we catch yeah. more fish than anyone on our canal. <laughs> like we, we come back and there, you know, a couple of neighbors, how, how'd it go? I don't know. I got like 15. He got like 16. What? You've only been gone for two hours. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that how it's supposed to go? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. This canal's easy, man. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, where did you go? Ah, uh, this is where we draw the line. <laughs> See up there? <laughs> yeah, this yeah. 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 We went in the boat, out in the water, and we caught fish. <laughs> what else do you need to know? Yeah. What else do you need to know? But, you know, in, in, in the one day him and I are just fishing, and we're catching so many, and I'm like, we're catching and release guys. Like I have no intention of keeping them unless my neighbor down there, if he comes, he'll, 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 he'll clean them and flay them and, and it's good. But this guy is a guy that won't even like, like if it like guts the hook a little bit down, He's like, nope, mm -mm, nope, nope. And I'm like, <laughs> just, give me, give me the fish. Look the other I way. I don't want to hurt the fish. That's why I don't deer hunt. I don't want to hurt the deer. You know? he, want, he wants to catch the fish, but he doesn't yeah. want to hurt them. As he he, wants, to just, the he yeah. just wants to rip, their, rip them by their mouth up yeah. into the boat real quick, but not hurt them. Hey, I actually watch a YouTube video on there's certain hooks that are better for catch and release. You know, they call them a... A J hook or, or you not hook. a circle hook. Yeah, yeah. what we use. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to yank his tongue and his lungs out just to put him back in the water. <laughs> he doesn't want to hurt the fish. So I catch him and I'm real nice and I, I take it out and I put him in the water and I let him get their ship, their bearings back and I let him swim off. <laughs> takes, takes me ten minutes, but <laughs> literally, literally, here we are over here like. <laughs> <laughs> they show me their belly when I put them back in. Yeah. yeah. Must be, that's how fish say thank you. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was doing. Yeah. Suffocating the fuck out of it. Like <laughs> you got to tell them the, the Mitch Covington story. Like oh, yeah. your first time yeah, going so, fishing. Uh, for those that don't know Mitch, Mitch Covington, he's the president of, of, of Monster uh, Sports Marketing, right? And Mitch used to work for me. Um, as my marketing manager or, you know, agent, agent, whatever. And, you know, he progressed through our deal and got to know monster. Now he's that guy. So it's, it's, 
It's worked out great for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Mitch and I are still great friends. And, and you know, he, he lives in Florida also. He's, he's farther down. He's in Key West. But um, his son, Thomas, who CJ used to race motocross, he lives not too far from me. So uh, he was up visiting Thomas. I said, hey, Mitch. Let, let's go fishing tomorrow. And, and he about dropped his jaw. You, you want to go fishing? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Cause Mitch lives for fishing too. He's, he fly fishes, but. Uh, and he'll hit you with a squid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another story when he took me fishing. But anyway, so I'm like, well, let's go. So we go in the morning and, and we're fishing and, and, you know, I go and buy live shrimp and bait and everything. And we're just, we're just hitting them and getting them in and we're having a great time. And, Landing good sized fish and taking pictures and making memories and all of a sudden we're we're out of bait. I'm like, eh, day's done. And Mitch is like, oh no, oh no. He takes one of the fish that we caught, you know, and he sets it on the counter in the boat and he just starts butchering the thing. <laughs> So let's it's, start. It's, let's start with he's a he's a clean freak about his boat. He ain't a clean freak about anything in the world but his boat now. Uh, <laughs> like like he wipes this thing down after every time we come in and out. And, and, and then, not only that, but the fish is still alive. <laughs> he's, he's, just, he's like cutting halfway through the head and halfway through the tail and just taking a side of slab of meat off him and cutting in a little piece. Here you go, more more bait. And I'm like. Dude, <laughs> it's, it's still breathing. <laughs> you can't do that. And not only that, there's blood and guts oh. everywhere in the boat. And I'm like, all right, this is my buddy Mitch. I'm not even going to say nothing, but me, he turns his head. I'm throwing all this shit overboard and I got the hose out, you know? <laughs> I'm rinsing it down. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. So we, he continued to catch fish off of how morbid is that? You use? <laughs> <laughs> You're using it's like you, that, that fish's brother to catch him again. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. So I'm, I'm gonna stick to like using shrimp, <laughs> worms, or something. I don't know. Shrimp but, but you know what? The other hard part about all this is, all right, I, I'm still a wakeboard surfer guy, right? And I love doing that in the summer when we're up here. And I'm the guy all the fishermen hated. Now I'm the fisherman, so I really don't know how to take myself anymore. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, self-hating wakeboarder? <laughs> it's like, uh, now it's really going to be hard to go surfing. Like, we're going to see a fisher guy, and I'm just going to drop the throttle, and everyone's going <laughs> to sink. And I'm like, hey, respect, man. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... I I think I think Kathy did that on purpose, taking you down to Florida. Like, oh, we're just gonna go visit our friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, you know it works. Anybody in their right mind. Is, <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> as you get older, it is more pleasant to be warm all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in Wisconsin, you have to embrace the winter and do things to live through it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because if you're just going to sit around and do nothing it, it's it's not a great place to live northern <laughs> especially northern wisconsin for you know those two months of the year where it's oh yeah below zero more than it is above <laughs> yeah and uh but keeps the herd thin it, <laughs> it, it does keeps the week away 
<laughs> that's why that's why people don't move here that's why people don't move here it is one thing that keeps it pleasant around here that's why you don't have to wait in line right yeah. <laughs> especially in the winter yeah. every time when I was down in Florida there if you weren't back at like a certain time of the day and you're sitting there in traffic I'm like I fucking hate this place <laughs> yeah. all these freaking people coming here because it's warm like get out of here yeah. I'm going back to Wisconsin right. with no traffic these people need to go home yeah <laughs> jeez I was saying, like if I'm at a pack game or like in traffic I'm like these fucking people need to go home man get out of here does nobody right. work jeez a question actually uh, I, I got for you Johnny I think I asked CJ this before um and you can choose to answer it or not. But, you know, <laughs> some, oh it's, it's not a bad question. It's not a bad question. <laughs> but something I noticed, you know, from from like ERX and even like before this, is that uh, Kathy, man, sometimes when 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 situations are spicy or whatever, dude, she gets she gets a little ghetto, man. Like we're. <laughs> <laughs> She gets gay. Yeah, like, so I'm like, I'm like, where did she grow up? Yeah. Where did she get that from? And then, you know, she's she's kept it, man. She's always like, like, oh, like, like <laughs> dude, she's like sizing up people, man. Yeah, I, she and, and she don't back down. And uh, you I guys guess, ain't seen in near <laughs> that. <laughs> That's what I mean, though. It's, it's like, like, where is that uh that that, that like spiciness or that black firecracker belt come from? Was, yeah, right? Is she like she is. Is she she's a yeah. black belt? She's karate. a black belt? Yeah. I what? Know she was. When I met her, she was like breaking boards and breaking heads and stuff. Like, is she like part Latina, bro? Because she's like, she's like, oh, what's up, man? Like, <laughs> well, so he goes, well, wait a minute. <laughs> she grew up in in Denmark, Wisconsin, right? Where her dad owned many feed mills, and that that's she was one of them farm girls, you know, okay. <laughs> throwing around feed bags and working for everything and dealing with a bunch of pervy farm men the whole time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, what's, uh, what's her favorite like band? Like what she listen to? Uh, I, I don't know. She's like all over the board. Yeah. Uh, like I'm waiting for you to be like, Oh, like NWA. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like pretty she sure she can get, yeah, she can pretty much get down with anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause she, yeah, it's just, she's scary, man. Like <laughs> so they call her mama bear. Yeah. When, the, when oh, the bear man. comes oh, out, man. watch out, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. watch out. Yeah. Too bad. We couldn't get Ricky. That's what you need to get on here. Ricky Johnson one day. Ooh, call I have I have Luke's number. I can. I mean, I don't have it like Ricky's, but I can. I got Ricky. We can number. get it. We yeah. can get it. He, See, he'd, he'd definitely come on. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to. Ooh, we'll have to redo it again. We we brought the cord for uh, to make phone calls, but dude, we'll have to set that up. Then. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, sure. like, like Ricky, he, he could take you way back, and he'd give you some mama mama bear stories. Like he he was he was more afraid of her than he was of our whole team beating his ass <laughs> one, one day in, in North Carolina. When, you know, him and I had that awesome battle, and and yeah. he landed on me da da da, and then. CJ just tells him what a great guy he is. <laughs> and and he, he puts CJ up against the wall and, and he's he's thinks he's gonna pound lumps in CJ's head and along comes Mama Bear and he was like yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He's lucky he didn't get drop kicked. That's what I, no I, 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 I today. Ran her, 
I ran there as fast as I could to get in between them two. <laughs> Ricky, I'm protecting you, man. Yeah. Man, I was like, okay, Kat, settle down. I'll handle this. Yeah. She's yeah. like, no, you won't. No, yeah. you won't. I don't <laughs> this. You see her pacing behind you? Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you just got to pat her back. She's on her her yeah. Stretching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to grab her hand yeah. like the sun's getting real low. Yeah. <laughs> like you're talking we to the whole. We need to carry on here. He's got PTSD. Anytime he talks to these guys, he's like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Where's she at? Anytime you guys disagree, she's like, oh. <laughs> Where's yeah. Kathy at? She's, she's definitely the protector. Yeah. <sighs> yeah absolutely. I, I mean, the whole team. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter who it is. She's the protector. That's what I'd ask Ricky. Be like, all right, barrel of a gun. Kathy Grease. <laughs> <laughs> which one? Which one you take? <laughs> which one you take? It? Yeah, which one is more scary? <laughs> He's probably like, I've had a gun pointed at me, so I'll go with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well. Well, uh, I think weren't we gonna talk about MOA? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I guess yeah. Like, what are what are some other uh, you know Rumors. topics that you? No, yeah, yeah. Rumor Rumor no. no. Yeah, I guess what are kind of like some topics that you guys want to talk about as far as like off season stuff goes. I mean, because yeah. I know that we you know address some of the some of the champ stuff. You know, your uh, your your race season um, for for twenty twenty four, and then obviously potentially beyond, and then um, you know fishing. And then just my kinda, YouTube video that's going to be coming out on fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Seventeen-minute video facing yeah. the wrong way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's him uh, like, taking his phone and <laughs> that, that's you yeah, yeah, you're recording the laptop, yeah, you're yeah. Just yeah. commentating, be like, yeah, look at this shit, yeah. <laughs> dude. I still roll old school. Yeah. That is the way. Hey, you could hardly figure out that the keyboard thing right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put that in front of me. I just. <laughs> I'd, I'd be filming yeah. in the song. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you guys talk, I'd say talk into the phone. Yeah. 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 The headset and you'd be like, here, yeah. talk. Yeah. 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 The headset's just for looks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to work looks, these. Yeah. So here, here, talk into this real quick. Yeah. It'll, it'll look normal. Yeah. It'll look natural. I'll just, I'll patch it in. Patch it in. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I, I guess as far as like MAO goes, you know, something I asked him, uh, and then we can kind of get your uh, thoughts on it. Um, but yeah, like, like when the email came out, when the whole information of MAO came out, you know, like, like what, Which what one? Thoughts, it's been a long week for them. Dude, it's, <laughs> it's, it's been, been a long week. Long week. Actually, we just, uh, I don't know if you guys saw that or not, but we got a message where some guy was like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, I like your guys podcast, but, and then it, it kind of cut off, but I'm guessing kind of the way we like talked about MAO, like we, us, me, Jeffrey and Lyle. Yeah. And not just me. Not me. You got a mouse in your pocket? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I, I I guess the way that I spoke about MA MAO was um uh, that's why we're opinions, right? Mm-hmm. Opinions yeah, yeah, are like yeah, assholes. Yeah, it, we it all got one. Came yep. from came from a place of uh, of, of passion, but uh, you know, I was just kinda pissed about it because of the whole I mean, you're like setting and and not saying anything about champ, but it's like you're setting short course back by just, I don't know, by doing shit like that, by having people move across the country and and then just to rip the rug from underneath them. It's like for me, then it's like you're taking food out of people's mouths. You're taking you're you're ruining livelihoods. You're changing things all because of, you know, again, with the, we'll get into the rumor reveal here is, you know, the first of, first of it was like, you know, it was the whole health thing. Was it, was that something that you heard was like potentially health related? Yeah, I did hear that. Um, you know, that, um, maybe the week before that he, he was in the hospital getting, I don't know, some work done, but, uh, 
I didn't follow up on any of it. And, and honestly, <clears throat> I don't know if we'll ever know the truth. Yeah. You know, I think there was a yeah. lot of things that led to it, but, uh, it, it's like you said, man, it, 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 it put a lot of people in a bad situation. A lot of us, you know, jumped on the bandwagon and, and uh, you know, did some damage to our own, you know, programs. And, and I mean, <laughs> I don't even want to <laughs> for that, but, uh, some of us, some of us went, went, went out on a limb to help support the guy. Yeah. And uh, honestly, you know, there, there's a lot of people who think like I was the go-to guy. I didn't even know him. You know, CJ and I went down there and we put on some, some UTV driving schools at his facility. I never worked with him, talked to him ever. I all went through Billy Champion. I met him once when we were down there and he bought us lunch, but we never talked. And then all of a sudden when he broke into this scene, he's like, oh, Johnny Greaves and he's my man and da da I'm like, <laughs> we never even like have shaken hands as far as I know, but whatever, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm supporting him because, or I was supporting him because he was supposedly had this super passion for the sport and everything else. But then a couple of times he said, I don't even watch the races, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait a minute. What'd you say, Willis? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute here. Uh, hold up. Wait he's, a like, minute. he's like, I don't even watch races, you know? And I'm like, well, how can you have this passion and, and how can you even have a direction or a drive for this if you don't really watch it or understand it, you know? And But the dude was a good salesman when it came to that shit and you you watched the way he spent money on his on his facility and the way he flew around that jet and did things for people and stuff. It was like, it was hard to deny the fact that he really wouldn't follow through. But honestly, I should have known better because I've seen that I've been around longer than anybody. Right. I'm, I think, I don't think anybody's been racing more than me, no. longer than me. And I've seen every rich guy come and go. I've seen every, every producer that's going to own a series and turn it into something. I've seen it all. And and the rich guy syndrome is usually the, the worst one. And it's, it's the easiest one to figure out because they pretty much, uh, all look at the same book and, and that's what he did. He, he, he fucking did it exactly the way the book was written and the same way Jim Baldwin did it and everything just threw money at it and made a bunch of promises and I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, Jim Baldwin actually made it happen for a couple of years and this yeah. guy never even got out of the gate, but <laughs> And, and every time I've seen this and I've, I've had a chance to talk to these people, I said, Hey, don't you think it'd be a little bit smarter just to back down a little bit? And mm -hmm. you know, this sport has always been the most successful if you work with what, what it, what it does good, right? What it has already. What mm -hmm. it has already. And the reason we still have drivers and everything is, yeah, it's somewhat local, regional, however you want to call it. But you need to keep it reeled in a little bit until it's ready for that growth and, and, and it can sustain that growth by pay, paying these drivers to do more, you know, and, and, and building it as, as, it, as it grows, not just throw a bunch of money at it and think everybody's going to chase it because it, it's never happened. You know, everybody's, we've had races in Charlotte and we've had races in California and we, we, we spread it out and do all this and, and they're never our best events. Right. 
they, they all seem to think they're going to be our best events, but they never are. You still good old fashioned Crandon is still our best event. Right. <laughs> and, and it's because they built it in 53 years from nothing. And they just kept building along with it and growing with the sport. They didn't, they didn't just go, Oh, we had two good years and let's just fucking throw everything we got at this and, 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 you know, make it the capital. They, they built it. And, uh, but anyway, the rich guy syndrome doesn't work that way. They all just think they're going to do it their own way. They know more than anybody else. And once again, this, this went right along in lines with what I've seen before. And, you know, my bad. I mean, it ain't my fault, but (laughs) 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 my bad for not, for not, uh, recognizing that. But also, like I said before, we're all just, uh, trying to make some money. Yeah. We all just want to make some money. And it's like, man, there's opportunity. And like I said, I didn't care. He could have folded one year, six months. If we could, if we could have raced for 20,000 bucks to win, like he was saying, damn, that'd have been pretty nice, you know, uh, in six months when the series is upside down and, 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 you know, who knows what would have happened to champ, you know, then, yeah, then we would really have been going, no, that was fucking stupid. But anyway, we all, uh, you know, that's why people quit jobs and move to other jobs, right? It's an opportunity to better your life, make more money. So, uh, we jumped at it. So here we sit. <laughs> Tail between our legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's just I don't know. It's it's wild. I mean, again, you you can choose to to talk on it or not. But another speculation was in potentially like marital problems, and you know that that'll put a stop to finances in any situation on on whatever it was. And um, I mean, I, I won't bring it up you know in depth again like I did on the podcast. But uh, I just think it's super selfish for you to, to do that. Obviously not only to your partner, but you know, to your entire, uh, like your employees an entire series, like to, to, to do that. It's, it's one thing, it's one thing to do it to your partner or, you know, whatever, but man, you had thousands of people that you're affecting because right. you couldn't even more now. Yeah. yeah. They, they yeah. shut down ultra four because yeah. you, right? because you couldn't keep it in your pants. And again, I, I think it's super selfish. People <laughs> just told me I went too hard on it, but yeah, uh, I was yeah. going to say, did you read that? Yeah. <laughs> I read some of it yeah. Yeah. I read some, and, and I didn't read all of it, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those two where like, I guess for me, the reason I went so hard on it is because I, I didn't care. I don't care. I, I think again, he's a, a fucking coward and, that's it's, why we need people like you. <laughs> in the big picture, too, you were you were probably along the same lines we were. There was an opportunity yeah. to grow Impulse Media, right? Yep. Yeah. There was opportunity to make some money, go shoot other stuff, two series, yeah. more, um, less control probably over what yeah. Champ tries to have over the media as far as who you're working with, what it costs, what it costs to get mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. I think anyone that was that was in that boat of like this is a new opportunity to really grow the sport grow your company grow it, it was potentially going to grow anything involved with it right yeah, that, that's yeah. the way it sounded yeah so then for everyone to be planning on that building sponsors off that right you out trying to find customers on that yeah. thinking about new podcasts new oh, um, videos that- everything and then for it just to be ripped out was like you know what dude fuck you yeah and, <laughs> yep. and that's the whole reason why we were down there in the first place because mao yeah. did reach out and said hey we're having our big release we're doing this we want your podcast down there 
FPRI. <laughs> yeah, and not only that, but then I was like, hey, let's talk about a potential podcast for the series that we want you guys to run that we'll pay you guys for. And, you know, it was just like like a too good to be true moment. I'm like, holy shit, this is actually going to work out. Yeah, mm-hmm. like like it was finally like all of our hard work and effort and everything we've been putting into it is going to work out. Yeah. Right? yeah, It was like that, that repayance. And then for it to just... I think a lot of people kind of felt the same way about yeah. it. And, yeah. then, and then we brought the podcast on and... it's it's one of those two where like you know short course it is it's a small industry i mean even like the racing industry is a small enough industry and then to do it in short course i mean you got to think but it wasn't just short course oh exactly exactly it was was ultra four gas gas, everything else yeah and it's like you got to think man like how many people if any would ever work with him again in in a in a that would be the hard part industry capacity like how, how do you how do you think, then? I think he would. I guess, like, how do you even like save your name in that in that namesake? I, I said guess even uh, just uh, match uh, what Champ is paying out. You know, instead of saying like one point five million, say, hey, I'll just match the two. Yeah, but nobody or, would go. Yeah, I don't no. think anybody would go. Yeah. I don't know that anybody would commit to racing his series again um, without the first. I, would a lot of us show up at the first race? Probably, but would any of us actually like? put all of our eggs in his basket again probably not yeah, yeah I mean, exactly i mean unless the person you know that he's banging now has money <laughs> then it's like all right maybe we'll forgive you yeah. <laughs> but again all speculation all rumor this is uh me saying it tito bean uh, yeah. <laughs> no one else so <laughs> please take that with a huge grain of salt <laughs> yeah. but no it, and again like obviously to, to kind of close the book on it it's just just a shame you know it, it, yeah it, it is yeah it's a shame uh it was an opportunity there didn't work out uh something that i agreed with uh cj about was that you know at least it happened now and not like a week I, the, like, a, <laughs> the, like the week of or, or after the first race or whatever it may be to where then it all goes to shit and then and then short course is just an absolute shambles where you know people are have committed here and then it's like okay well now you're trying to scramble to it's like crane it didn't even happen yet how do you do how do you do all that so yeah well and in, in teams <laughs> like us we were getting contracts rewritten to yeah. change the name right contracts that are still good with champ on them you know through in in you know what a, what a great thing that it did happen when it did because we didn't get that far because yeah. now we'd we be asking uh, can we just take, yeah. flip that one back around <laughs> and eventually those, those sponsors are going to go obviously you know this this show ain't working so you know we're just gonna maybe leave that contract sit on the shelf and yeah. let us know when everything's sorted out so we don't need to go through that we everybody's gone through that and the the sport is you know it's on, honestly it, it is stable um you know this didn't help it this this <laughs> the, the, this whole bullshit set us back a little bit but the sport is stable and it is growing and there's interest in it and there's you know like we talked about the champ is going to step up i believe and and make it better for everybody but you know they are doing it in more of a financial uh you know they're working within a budget right mm-hmm. we just gotta get get a little bit of that budget you yep. know mm-hmm. but and, and that's probably what mao never did was lay out a budget on how this thing is gonna look and cost because i did when he started talking about everything he was gonna do one day after i talked to him at bark river or we all sat in that room and he's telling everything he's gonna do and how he's gonna do it and the money and 
and I just went back to the camper and I just started scribbling on a piece of paper and mm -hmm. I went, damn, he's <laughs> going to spend some money. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever you think you're going to spend, double it and add five bucks, you know? Because <laughs> yeah. it, it was... It, the way I had it figured, it was it was just a stupid amount, and it didn't even make sense. And th and that's usually what happens in the in my right, rich guy rich guy syndrome book is uh, they don't have a budget, they don't think ahead, and what usually happens is a either the wife shuts it down or b the accountant goes, you're an idiot, <laughs> you know, you're, you're going to be broken <laughs> another year or two if you keep doing this, unless you have, you know, some sort of. Um, idea structure yeah yep. where this where the return's gonna come from mm -hmm. but he didn't even know he was all hoping a prayer he yeah. figured he he, he his money this, was gonna announce sponsors it, and and once he announced it the sponsors were gonna come running well that don't happen anywhere anymore especially overnight no yeah. yeah yeah maybe in a year maybe in a year if it was the biggest baddest thing that's ever hit the off-road industry I think people would have opened their eyes to it, right? But it had to make the first year as mm -hmm. promised, paid up as everything there. And we all know that that would have been hard to do right from the get-go. Yeah. yeah. Well, at like I said, at the level he was going to do it, it, it wasn't even it wasn't even feasible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, it was a hole from the get-go. Yeah. yeah. What, do you, what did you guys think about his uh, board idea where he had, like, a bunch of people discussing how things were going to go? You think that was a great idea? And oh, it was a great idea for all them guys because they probably got paid and nobody else yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I guess my question going in is, like, you think Champ should, like, kind of, like, get more ideas like that? Like, for example, like, put Johnny G on, you know, Marty or, you know, just these people to... Well, you know what I mean, but just to put these people together to get to get a better idea on how to move forward into the future. Well, I I, I will agree with uh, part of what you're saying is they do need to reach out to uh, more people that probably have a, a better insight on the industry. Yes, you know, because um, even a guy like me. When I retire, there's a lot of things I could offer, whether I'm interested in that or not. I haven't, I haven't even gone down that road, but there are people out there, you know, even like Scott Douglas, Yep. you know, yeah. mm -hmm. we, we have contacts in this industry that will Long not, ways. will not listen to a lot of these people, you know, they're not going to take a call from, uh, even Frank D'Angelo, right? Because you know, Frank's kind of a salesman guy, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, kind of off the path a little bit when, when we start our side-by-side -side series, <clears throat> just from the connections I had and, and talking to them and, and them understanding the passion and what I want to do and how I want to do it. Like I didn't even have to sell anybody. They just, yeah, we're in how much you need. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and so there's a, there's, there's just a different approach. I think uh, a racer team owner takes than, a series takes yeah. obviously yeah when it comes to raising that money and and there's sponsors and and people in the industry that <clears throat> have uh trust in you after you've been around 30 years <laughs> yep they know you're not going to just one and done yep yeah. you know what i mean and uh so yeah there's there's things like that that <clears throat> need to happen that that would would make it easier on everybody yep but uh i guess we'll see one of those. I have no more questions. <laughs> <laughs> Lyle, you got anything? Nope. 
Yeah, I think it. I think it comes back to what we were talking to right in the beginning. Like you said, you got to invest in, yeah. in your own thing, right? If, yeah. if like you were talking about the F one thing with them getting part of their commission or whatever you want to call it, part of their income, not only does that make them want to grow, it makes you want the series to grow, right? Because help if the it, series makes get, money, yeah. you get some of it. Right. So as the series needs to make money, one, they're going to promote it better because they're trying to make that little extra money again, right? And for you, the more money they make, the more money you mm-hmm. make. So in a, in a nutshell, in a big circle, we're all going to have the same goal is to make the series make more money because if the series makes money, we get kicked back. Right now, why do I care if the series grows? I ain't going to win any more money. We all know sitting here that it ain't going to go in my pocket. So what's the point, right? Okay, so if we really want to dig ourselves in a hole right here. (laughs) 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 Here (laughs) So if champ's not making a whole bunch of money, which I don't think they are, and this is where this is where F one, you know, agreed to that. Then 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 open the books to somebody and on um, that can be that mediator or however it is, and show them and come up with that profit margin that of of your profit the percentage that goes back into you know the purse. It shouldn't be anything to hide, right? Unless they're making shit tons of money and they don't want anybody to see it. So yeah, and, and nobody <laughs> nobody's saying they are, nobody's saying they're not. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just uh, the, this is the idea yeah. behind it is is good. Like yeah. what F1 did, the, the idea behind it is good because it makes me want to promote it. It makes yep. them want to yeah. promote it. For me, it makes me want to do their job better than they're doing it because I get a kickback off of it. Yeah. Right? This is what I do to make money. So if I get a kickback from it to some extent, it makes me want to grow it. It yep. makes me want to push yep. it and get more racers involved, more sponsors involved, more everything. Because the, we're the last one thing you're going to do is talk negative about it, right? Yeah. Right. Because yep. yep. you want that, people to get in. Yep. Yeah. And that's that's one of the things that you hear them talk about is we all got to be positive and help grow the series and da da da. Well, you know, help uh, us do that. Help us. T- mm-hmm. That was the, one of the big calls I had with them where we all, we all know <laughs> that, 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 this is where it started. And this is how I got in trouble. I feel like we're repeating something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that was one of the things that, that they were telling me is, is why, why you talk negative about talk positive, whatever. I'm like, help me. Mm-hmm. That, that's what it comes down to. Help me get, give me a reason. Let's be shareholders. Yeah. Yep. Let, <laughs> get, give me a yeah. reason to promote this. That's going to benefit me as well. Well, the series would keep going that. Well, yeah, that's good, but that doesn't, that doesn't kick back to me at all. That doesn't help me do better for myself, for my team, for my sponsors, anything like that. Yep. You need that positivity through and through. And if, like what F1 did or even you're saying shareholders along those lines that makes everyone in the same boat, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, we all live or we all die cause we're all in it together mm-hmm. and we don't have that right now. We're mm-hmm. not all in it together right now because the drivers feel like they're on the outs and looking in going, well, I wish we could get some of that. And the, and the teams or the series is going, well, we're trying, but this is what we got. Well, we're not all in it together and well, it and makes a- it hard. And actually it would, it would help. <laughs> It would help, uh, um, you know, that unity that we're looking for between the series and the drivers and everything. If we know what they're going through, then then we're going to feel sympathetic to it, right? Yep. We're, we're not yep. going to be 
sitting at the driver's meeting going, yeah, fuck you, bitches. <laughs> For real. We're going to be like, all right, what do you guys need from us? How, how yep. do we make this next event even bigger and better? Right. Yeah. Yeah. What, what can we do? Let's all get on the same page and invest in all our future. Yeah. Yes. Invest in the sport, not, not even the, the future of this or that or yep. the sport. If you, if we're all invested in growing the sport as a whole, regardless of your sportsman, pro, yada, 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 as a sport as a whole in the tracks around us and everywhere we're going, we're all going to benefit from it. We're all going to want to grow with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, even think about like ERX. I mean, before ERX, it used to be Crandon and Bark River. That was kind of like the, the, the tracks around here. <clears throat> ERX has now joined that. You know what I mean? It yeah. was, it was, They're putting, kind of them. it was like putting that in and, and at least them changing, changing the track. Now it's become like, okay, when you think about it, it's like, oh, the, 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 the three tracks, you know, ERX, Crandon, Bark River. It's like, how can you do that with another area, you know, an, another track, another, um, I, I don't want to say destination, but right. you know what I mean? Is there another track out there that you can build where like, Hey, give it, give it three years, give it four years you know, promote it appropriately. And then it can be something, you know, like I know ERX has, you know, Minneapolis or like Polaris or whatever else around it, but it's like, okay, where else can we do it? Can we do it in Ohio? Like, is is that a possibility? Like, is is that a, it's hard to grow new tracks. It It really is. Yeah. I think Lena is on the break of being one of those tracks. I know a lot of the drive pro drivers don't care for the track and don't want (laughs) to go there and whatever, but it's ran by racers. And, yeah. as, and, a, as a drunk fan, I fucking love Lena. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never, I've never had a complaint about it. Like even as a racer, yeah, is it the biggest? Is it the biggest track? No, we used to race at tracks half that size. Yeah, that's yeah. what yeah, everyone Chicago forgets. Land. We Chicago used to race land. on these little rinky dinky <laughs> yeah. tracks that were. I mean, let's go back to St. Louis. That oh, that yeah. that isn't it doesn't like the whole facility nope. fits on the track almost at Lena. <laughs> yeah. Right, we ran on this little tiny track that was hardly wide enough to get around and we were just happy to be there racing so yeah. now we have a permanent track that's ran by racers that's a club that isn't looking to make bank because it doesn't help them at all mm-hmm. and half the drivers are like no nah, we don't like it it ain't big enough it ain't this it's like well this is this is actually a place that is willing to stay if they can grow if they can and and be one of those tracks that are always right there and it it's i mean you look at them and it's like it, it's hard to tell them like what what's the benefit right like what what are they missing I, I get that they don't have all the property in the world right but what are they missing that people don't want to go there they just don't like to track like big deal we're racers yeah uh, yeah uh, you know again it's like uh, i mean i i hate to bring keegan into this but like you know it's small it's tight you know the, the, there are there are a, a certain cost of things but beyond that what i started thinking then is do we think outside the box like with lena do we then add something else to it almost like a joker lane you know yeah. do we do we do we kind of i guess just tweak it a little bit to then where Lena becomes a fun destination and it has its own has its own little has kink its own to little it. kink to it where then you're like oh like oh we're going to Lena yeah it's tight but guess what the Joker Lane splits it up a little bit so everyone's not yeah. on top of each other and then it adds a different element to Add it. Add a rhythm I, section. I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what we should do split lane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that's an idea. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, their whole their whole problem honestly is just just 
footprint you know they, they're out of room mm-hmm. yeah. i mean look yeah. at look at look at that they're out of pit space they're knocking down woods and you know but they do Still a growing. great yeah they I do mean, a great drivers job going into you yeah. know cornfields and yeah but i mean look at the fan base that's already there they're, <laughs> oh yeah they're, they're doing yeah, great the fans oh. are dog dude i can tell you hammered, right now, man. hammered there yeah. hammered in the front Standing row. at the podium yeah we got a lot of exposure that weekend oh yeah <laughs> Great Joe, fucking yeah. hammered right now. <laughs> <laughs> when you go back to talking about investment, and everything, and you talk about ERX, look at the investment Chris Carlson has made into that place, put into that place, and how long it's taken him. I think the place is doing great. Mm-hmm. You know, I've loved that place from day one, but look at how long it took him to build it. It's you know, and now it's what six years in. It's got to be yeah, yeah, yeah. six yeah. years in. Well, Eight even, years in, six well years even that, we just got a email or someone uh, messaging on Instagram saying that, hey, just found your podcast. I can't believe ERX is three hours away from me. And I've been missing this race for the last six years. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I'm yeah. like, How do you even come up? How and that's you- that's where I think a lot of if the drivers put pressure on the tracks that they had to guarantee a purse right mm-hmm. it's gonna cost them something yeah. i think in the long run is is it gonna make us happier absolutely but is it gonna make them grow their footprint yeah because oh, they're yeah. gonna try to recoup that money right yeah. so they're gonna promote it better and it's gonna grow as one the thing yep. of it too is people have heard of heard of brainerd in minnesota people have heard of brainerd yeah. and again like it, it's got a crandon like style atmosphere kind of thing but it's like you know what can erx bring to it and and again they're doing a a, a good job of establishing themselves, but it's like, okay, again, tra- track related stuff. Like how do we then be different? You know, be different. How does, how does each track bring something different? And, and we talked about uh, like it being at the end of the day, it's a show. Yeah. How do we make it entertaining enough to like, mm-hmm. is it, cause that's the question we have. Is, is that on the, is it on the track? Is it on the series? Who's it on to kind of be like, let's bring it in entertainment. Let's make it a show. Cause people want to go see nitro cross. That's that's a fun show to go to. You know what I mean? You bring yep. the kids, there's this, there's this, there's this. And I understand there's cost to it, but it's like you can still make it entertaining at a at a lower cost. Oh, ask so yeah. about about your idea. Hey, would you race a rally cross? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Rally? yeah. No, would you race against a nitro rally? Let's say, yeah, fantasy booking. Let's say it's like oh, like like, like, <laughs> like oh, we're a, going to Vegas. Let's like say a pro four yeah. against a nitro rally car. Yeah. yeah, a pro four against a nitro rally car. Let's say it's like like you know how they do the one lane each. Yeah, and it's like you know you got to because when you go around you're on this side and then that. And I'd then give it a go. Would, yeah, would, for sure. Would you? Would you? Yeah, pro four against a rally car because yeah, I mean, rally dur- is what, during a, a race though during a race day. Like, would you be like as a show? Like a halftime entertainment, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. like like breaking rights kind of thing. Late, late on a lap time, so you can well, it'd be like one v one, but you don't actually you're in your own lane. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Like like we did with Frozen Rush, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you yeah, be down? I'd, do, I'd do something like oh, that, but like, see, why I told did you, you say no? Yeah, yeah he I was, said no. I said, <laughs> I was like, yeah. He has race day to worry about. He has to get his truck ready. I was like, why would he put his truck at risk? Yeah, but. It, it's less at risk when it's just you, right? And you, and you know it's not worth anything. You can go out there, have fun in a show, and we know how to not wreck our stuff. Yeah. We, we know what's mm-hmm. what's reasonable about, reasonable about it and what's not and what it's trying to do for the sport. So it's, <laughs> it's, when, it's when there's multiple cars out there at yeah. the same time yeah, 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 yeah. that it gets ugly. Okay. Well, it's I'm like we can we track. can we can go practice at Crandon by ourselves all day long and, and, not wreck anything. and not wreck anything and not really... Co- costs a lot of money, yeah. right? <laughs> but the minute you put 
Johnny G against anybody else. <laughs> 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 yeah. so what, what if, uh, I'm gonna rip some shit off. <laughs> <laughs> Probably before even lap three. <laughs> I told I told CJ one day I I said you know. This was back a while, and he, he always had kind of a little rougher body after about four races into the season because his body would stay on the whole time. And he's like, how come I don't get a new body? And I'm like, dude, I wreck more shit in practice than you do all week long. <laughs> Sometimes we even felt bad, and I got a new body just because we felt bad. <laughs> it was like, this one's four races yeah. old. Hold Let's on. just put one like, on. It's an eighth-inch eight thin of fiberglass left just because of, you know, wear and tear and in dirt wearing it down but I'm like I think it's got one more reason yeah. <laughs> I mean like a perfect example it's I was, the black duct tape ah, yeah. it's got another one in it 100% <laughs> like uh, uh, MAO everyone so many people complain about MAO and like the size of the track right in Pro 4 I started I didn't even get to practice in it I nope. pulled yeah. off right yeah. away. Got scared. Yep. Got scared. Yeah. <laughs> didn't want to blow her off. Got scared. <laughs> didn't want to blow so her off. Yeah. I pulled off right away. So the first lap, I dropped back to like eighth or something. I didn't wreck a body panel till the bedside broke on the last lap when I just tried to set up Kyle. I oh, went out yep. on the cushion, yep. and the cushion broke the bedside in half. <laughs> and I was mad about it. I was like, you know what? That would have been the perfect race. Like, didn't wreck a single body panel. Yeah. Went from basically the back yeah, the ba yeah. to the front in on a track that everyone says is too tight, too small. You can't pass. You can't do this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Lena, uh, Lena's that same way. Yeah. I, I mean, the great Kyle LeDuc, how many times did he come from the back yeah. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and beat our asses? And I'm like, are you, he just did that? <laughs> yeah. 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 And rolls it in the hell hole and then there, and then, yeah. Comes back and wins. Like, yeah. Jesus. No, he parked on the wall. Came back. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what he did. Yeah. Turn one. Yeah, Turn one. That's it. right. He hit the wall the first lap and then hit it harder the second lap <laughs> and crawled up on it. <laughs> and then came back and beat us out. So. Uh, oh, no. I, I guess that's an interesting question, too, then is, uh, okay, like. T-shirt cannons. Is. And that's something we mentioned was like t-shirt cannons. So it's like, yeah, we Cren used to do you know, that. Crennan yeah. has their thing. Bark River, you know, it's just we relatively established. We bought champagne for SST. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that looked cool as a f filming it. Just like, you're mm -hmm. like, yeah. well, it makes it look legit, right? Yeah. 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 But no, you're not, you not all up there with that metal. Like, $10 champagne. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, Crandon, Bark River, ERX have the thing. Let's say, let's say Lena does do like a Joker lab. Like, let's go to the line here. Like what, what can a track add to like, we did a Joker more. at Chicagoland one year. That the was first cool. race that was of the cool. year. Torque. It was Kyle Cheney's first year. That's, <laughs> I remember that. And Rod was running a pro mod, Yamaha. And we got to go around the oval for one lap. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. that. And I, I loved it. That. I thought yeah. it was awesome because it brought in strategy. another yep. strategy. Yes. Yep. It was yep. like, yeah. okay, I just caught this guy. I'm faster than him. I'm going to use the Joker before I fall way back. Hopefully have enough time. Like, it'd be sweet to go from turn one to the back stretch at Lena. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like so, it would, where that opening is, yeah, where you'd the make that opening is, like, small. Right behind it? Yep. You would have to like check up and slow down and go through the opening and then yeah. jump back on the back stretch. Yeah. You just missed the 180, right? Yeah. Or make it like where you got to go down, come up, and then. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's kind yeah, of so, like you'd so, miss the whole infield. You'd yeah. miss, yeah. The, you'd miss yeah. the infield. It like checks you out pretty hard, though. Yeah, yeah. But it would make you like, you could get away in clean air. You could like, it would really change it up Ooh. and be probably pretty reasonably 
like easily done. Yeah. You know what I mean? You wouldn't have to change anything super crazy. The hardest part would be like, can the series one, can the announcers follow it good enough to understand what, who's taking it, who hasn't Yeah. two, can the series score it correctly? And the other problem is, is we have a halfway caution where nobody else does. So that kind of comes okay. into it because yeah. like everyone's going to do it the second half of the race, right? Who's yep. going to do it the first half? It makes no sense. Or, or you we're just, all going to do it the second half. Just for that race, you take out the halfway caution. Yeah. Yeah, but it would be boring without it. Like, could you imagine all of our racing with no halfway? <laughs> oh, no, 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 it no, wouldn't be that, that good. But just for that race, though. Yeah, I know. But even, yeah. even for that. Or you, think, or, yeah. or you have to take it in the second half. Yeah, like or you, you just do it. Like you have to take half, it in the like second half. half. Is, we did is, it at all of our yeah. side-by-side sports races. Yeah, and first our scoring half is straight guy, up. Yeah. yeah, first half straight up. Well, we allowed it the first half. If you wanted to take it the first half, there was guys that never stood a chance at leading any laps. That would take it the first half. They'd leave the first <laughs> They would leave the first half of the race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They would leave the first half of the race. Fuck yeah. And steal all the TV coverage in the second half. Everybody would take it. They'd go back to where they uh-huh. end up finishing. But they didn't care. They're like, dude, I led the first half of the race all out by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. stole the coverage. Like, I never got to be up there. So I just went for it. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't pay off in the long run. But you still allow it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. who cares? And it's it's another excitement value for the fans, you yep. know. Yes. Yeah. If yes. they understand it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And our scoring guys were awesome. They knew they put a loop in it. We knew exactly who took it, who didn't take it. We knew if someone tried to take it twice, it was it was easy. It wasn't like yeah. we had to do anything crazy. Almost every race we did, we did a joker. And it was yeah. sweet. We mark a highlighter, we were just like, Oh, this person joker lap. This person and, this person. And the one thing we learned is you need to make it faster. Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. you, can, if you make it slower, it benefits you to accidentally miss it. If you make it faster, it only hurts yourself. Yep. So that was the big thing about it is mm-hmm. you had to make it faster so that if you messed up, it only cost you. Yeah. And then it wasn't like you were going and chasing people down and be like, you get a 15 second penalty because okay. you forgot it. Yep. Yep. No, it was like, well, you cost yourself 15 seconds. So it ain't my problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's on you. Yeah, that's on okay. you. All right. So it, do you think that's something that Anigo could, could do? Like, like, again, yeah, like Anigo just could do something at like maybe like the tighter, smaller tracks. Is Break that something, it is that something that you do? Bring the rhythm I section back. Hear this out. Bring the so, back section back. Yeah. Did you guys see our race that, that we did at Eagle River? The first half we ran on the our course in the second half was oval, oval sprint, oh, oval wow. only. <laughs> Annie go, we could do that. Oh, Dude, that. Man. Or like the last like two laps or something, oval only, yeah. or, or the second no, you half. Had to do it at the half because yeah. there's still going to be people out there or something, but. Dude, or oval oh, only the first half, oh, and then let it yeah. go short course the second half. Yeah, it could be cool. That yeah. would be cool. Be <laughs> but different. we need a catch fence in one and two. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a catch fence in one and two. Oh, no. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I need redemption. Let's go oval. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to be infield only, man. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as we get done with the infield, I'm just going to pull off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you guys that turn is dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sweet. Yeah. It would be sweet. Uh, like and I think the racing, unfortunately, the simpler the track, the better the racing. Yeah. It's the way it goes. Yeah. That's one thing we've learned in side-by-side sports and everything. When you try to get carried away with the track, is it cooler? Absolutely. Do you need technical tracks? Yeah, you do. You need all aspects of it. But 
does it does a really simple like just running the oval make the racing really tight dude the last couple laps we ran the, the infield then we went just to the oval there was so many passes people throwing slide jobs yeah. on each other like it was epic the last Damn. couple laps it was more exciting than the infield it was dude. do we all want to race on an oval all year no we'd go race dirt track that's not that's not what we're trying to get at but it made it cool Mm-hmm. Another, oh, well, because then you're utilizing and you go for what it is then mm-hmm. yeah. at that yep. point. You know, because then you're just like, okay, do you set up for the first half or it's like infield or do you set up the second half where it's like, and you play? still got the jumps on the straightaway, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 No, true. The jumps, uh, yeah, in the back too, the front straightaway. Yeah. That, that would work. My question is, is there a way to make uh, the iconic Cranon track even more iconic? Yeah, I guess like what's something you can add to Cranon because it's it, you know, I love Cranon. It's an atmosphere. It's a happening. It's 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 the it, it it's going to be Cranon, but it's like what can you add to it now that kind of just changes it up a little bit. Nope. I, I know you had said a tabletop on the front, right? Yeah, I have to like turn one. Yeah, just something what, that what has do a you downside. Think? Yeah, lately. <laughs> <laughs> just something that has a downside. <laughs> like anything. Anything with a downside. So what's something that you would add to, to like the finish line where them two singles are that slow speed, like a big booter right out of that turn, like a tabletop. Mm-hmm. Like we used to have it like Chicago or any of them. They'd put like a double something that was slow. So you could make it real tall and steep and it just and you'd get big air coming across the thing. And it was cool. Mm-hmm. It was safe, but cool. I, I think we need to make the the dip on the starting line a little deeper, so the next time Kyle Cheney don't cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think just sucked his fucking hood underneath. The yeah. It's like, well, there goes 10k. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one because uh, you know it, it, those guys are a tough sell over there. I mean, it, it, I think there's more opportunity with uh, Jason Flannery heavily involved now he's uh much more open to ideas than uh you know cliff a little bit old school like like me and uh, other people that been around forever but um yeah there's always things first thing you gotta do is get the opportunity to even think about it yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. and then you'd really have to figure it out but that track like cj said it's so fast you got to really be careful because when you got that much speed, anytime you increase a jump and it gets, it's gets crazy. It's you know, brutal. that's what scared me. I know, right? I thought I seen ghosts throwing an upsetter. Get one to the throat, hey, man. Yeah. Tito's talking shit. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> she just brings one of the guns out. Yeah, yeah. 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 You sure? And just, uh, just silence behind me. You can hear like a hand on my throat. And just like, what are you saying? <laughs> make make my yeah. day. Yeah, right? It's been a while. Uh, yeah. A week since uh, I killed. <laughs> uh, no, it, I don't know, man. Like again, we we could sit around all day and talk about you know yeah. like, what like what know, things. Yeah, again, you know what if, but I mean, isn't that kind of what it's about though? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's like what if, like how can we do better? Like I would rather have people sit around and say like what if than just be complacent with with everything that's, that's going here. on than just being yeah. like all right, yeah, like no, it is what it is. Yeah. Kind of. Well, it's kind of a reason why we started this podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know the off season with CJ. CJ is a racer. He could definitely yep. has a bigger voice than most, and you know it's like. Why not? 
Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you guys were open to it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're open to it. And like you said, it's just, it's, it's more emails coming. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Probably going to get an email. <laughs> already getting uh, Instagram messages saying, hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I know Jason. <laughs> He's hurt. He's <laughs> hurt. But no, yeah. I, I, I've, I've enjoyed the, uh, yeah. the, the, the off season aspect of it. Again, just kind of talking to you about the whole off season thing. Fishing. Excited. Fishing. <laughs> you know, getting into it. Not hurting fish. You know. yeah. Yeah. Be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Watch yeah. Watch yeah. Please be nice yeah. to your average Don't be a wakeboarder. And uh, no, I, I'm excited then to kind of hear, uh, you know, other other race disciplines, you know, the, the yep. whole oval track kind of thing. Get to, get to know. Um, I guess how their off season goes or even, you yeah, know, what they're they do. doing, how they do it different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I'm that's excited what I'm excited for. Yeah. for. yeah. Cam yep. Rhymers. Yeah. Now, yeah. We now. can get Rhymers on here coming yeah. from short course yep. into the dirt track world. There we go. Mm-hmm. And then an awesome. I guess, and this is a good way to start it off too, is just hearing short course first, which we're all familiar with, yep. which we think, you know, fans from, from impulse are going to come to here and then it's like, okay, start with short course and then we move on and then learn about other stuff. So, yeah. Yep. I'm excited for that. Uh-huh. Me as well. I am too. I'm, yeah. I'm willing to, I, or I'm, I'm excited to see if those guys are quite as open as we are. Yeah, me too. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I'm also, because I know like, um, I don't know if it was Seymour or Sean last year for a big money race had a problem with their scale. And, <laughs> and it was like jumping all over the place and they DQ'd the winner. Oh, publicly man. DQ'd him, never paid him, and then two weeks later admitted that the, the scale was wrong and paid him, but never posted that they paid him yeah. for the win. Oh, they paid the win out twice because they messed up. I, I think about that, too, in like F1 when people are like, oh, I don't know if you're going to get DQ'd or not. It's like, fuck, go to the podium and, and get the get the publicity. Yeah. Get your sponsors mm-hmm. out there because if they decide it, it's like, okay, the guy who took third place, tough shit, man. Like, you didn't get any, you didn't get anything. Right. So, yeah. I mean... That would be interesting. Fucking Shano, man. Don't get me started, dude. <laughs> uh, but all right, man. I mean, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm good on questions. Crazy Joe, if you want to go ahead and uh, take us out. This is the off-season show. Thanks for being a part of it. Week one, we're going to be back next week, presented by Impulse Media, boys. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Professional. Yeah. Yes, I love that. was that. good. All right, guys. Well, and, we'll and we're going to turn the heat up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And I don't mean that heat. I mean, like, <laughs> physically. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, 50 degrees yeah. in here. Yeah. Yeah. You said something. <laughs> yeah. Toes are a little cold. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was being a little yeah. bitch. I know, right? had the fireplace on. Yeah. We could have turned it back on. <laughs> but all right, guys. Well, we'll yep. see you uh, next week or see next, next week. episode. Next episode next yes. week. Love you. Love you guys. I'll, I'll be down. I'm uh, not hurting, hurting fish. Cause we've done this before, so you come on in. Make yourself at my home. Tell me where you've been. Pour yourself something cold, baby. Cheers to this. Sometimes you gotta stay in. Stay